Hey, welcome to the new meta episode 84. Four. Yeah. That three. Schedule's wrong. Yeah. Get the schedule <laughs> up on screen. The wrong one. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine, dude. It's fine. Okay. okay. This is going to be How a good one. This is going to be a good one. We actually we, got, we got Diablo 3 about. content to talk about tonight. What? You yeah. lie. Yeah. You're lying. No, I'm not. I can't believe it. Diablo 3 news? After years Insane. of silence. Wait. <laughs> it feels like years. I don't know. <laughs> it does feel like it. When, uh, I guess it would have been last PTR. Yeah. Patch notes we got. Which yeah. is three months ago. I mean, it's a long mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's get through these polls real quick so we can just jump straight into the, yeah. the juice. So these polls are juicy. So, again, guys, vote. If you haven't, we'll spam it one last time. So, last week we asked, should Diablo 4 have charms? In case you've been living on a rock, and maybe this is your first podcast, charms were a thing in Diablo 2, where it's basically just a item that would sit in your inventory of varying size, like a one by one, I think to like a one by four, and uh, they would just give you stats. And some of them could be pretty powerful, like build, mm -hmm. not build defining, but very, very strong. Um, and last week we talked about how Diablo 3, once upon a time, had like a little talisman uh, slot. And you could equip up to 12 charms inside this little talisman uh, slot on your inventory, which is pretty cool. I mean, they might have the assets somewhere, and we kind of were pushing for, hey, let's add this back to the game or something. But should Diablo 4 have charms is the question we ask. Option one, yes, charms were hype. Option two, no, leave my inventory alone. What do you vote? Implementation matters a lot on that, mm -hmm. but... I want to say, yeah, I mean, more, more customization is a good thing if implemented properly. Mm -hmm. If it just turns into a meta thing where you're like uh, Bane of the Trapped, for example, where you're just always throwing the same thing in there, it's a bad idea. Um, but I'm going to give them benefit of the doubt and say that they implement it in a cool way. So yes, vote yes. Okay. Me too. Charms are hype. I mean, you don't have to take up the inventory for charms because like the talisman thing, but just for the sake of yeah. this argument. Yes. Voting. Pretty, you know, oh. the Apple community is so divided. It really yeah. is. I'm surprised. No one that I'm, I'm really surprised at that. So, but it's pretty huh. close. It's 58% it of close. the vote says no, leave my inventory alone. And 42% of the vote says yes. Charms were hype. Hmm. Man. Interesting. Interesting guys. Feedback for the devs, I guess it's a small sample, but sample nonetheless true that true that um but yeah and so the question we're asking for next week is something i've been curious about right because you guys know me i love necro so 2.6.8 doesn't include any changes for your favorite class will you still play it yes or no <laughs> Well, wait. Interesting. Can well, we wait, talk about next that week, next week? Yeah, next week yeah, we can have patch notes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that, that could be very topical. That'd yes, be it very could. topical. <laughs> Interesting. It's not very topical. Okay. Um, but yeah, on to the juice. Yeah, let's talk about this. The juice. So today, they post D3 Developer Insights Balancing and Class Set Design. And this thing, there's a lot to unpack here. There really yeah. is. Yep. So much. Um, it's yeah. It, it. I mean, it's it starts off 
and they, they just go straight into like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to jump down. I, okay. I can't. So I'll let you go ahead and start it. You start off on the easy. Cause I, I want to instantly go sure. into the Paragon talk. I mean, that's the first subject. They, they talk about Paragon and greater levels. You know, they say we've done a ton of balancing. Um, mm-hmm. Data comes in many forms. Basically, uh, the things that the things they touch on the big bullet points here, and this is a little, I don't know. Uh, they say none of the data that should none none of the data should be taken in a vacuum. It all comes together to paint such a bigger, constantly shifting picture. Here are a couple of things that we consider: one, individual performance and their Paragon level. Mm-hmm. With the sub bullet, his paragon level directly impacts a player's long term progression. It is important that it is accounted for when comparing uh, different points of data. Two, uh, the intended design and in practice functionality of each class set. What does this set do best? Is it clear a lot of small monsters, or is it a good Rift Guardian killer? Does it have a support role? Is it better a group of player over solo? Does it need to do something different? And then they go on to say these are the things we want to avoid in overall class balance. And this is the part where I think they they kind of could just contradict themselves a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they say, one, seasonal buffs and their impact on overall power. We want to design fun, engaging seasonal buffs without worrying about how they impact uh, class balance. Data from non-seasonal players is especially helpful here. <laughs> we'll just stop right there. <laughs> okay. That's good, because I want to hit some of these points already. <laughs> So the way that I read this, yeah, I read uh, seasonal buffs and their impact on overall power reads to me as, oops, we want to design fun and engaging seasonal buffs without worrying about how they might in- impact class balance sure. is again, whoops to me. I think this season was not intended to do what it did. I don't think that they thought the seasonal buff was going to be manipulated as easily as people are manipulating it and as powerful as it turns out to be Mm. um and i think that this is kind of like saying uh yeah we're not going to worry about that for real and and it makes sense that they're not balancing around seasonal buffs but i don't i don't know man this is i don't know that i agree uh i think they i mean maybe you're right like they didn't know but they definitely had all the data they needed to know from everyone that was testing on the PTR. Like people were basically, they were pushing the, you know, the, the monk and crusader to crazy levels with just the kill streaks on before they were patched, right? Like those yeah, terrible and, first revisions. I think, I think they were like, Oh, we're going to pull this back. I don't think they pulled it back enough. I don't think they pulled it back as much as they intended to pull it back. Mm. I think, uh, I think that they, I don't know. I, I don't know. It just seems like the seasonal buff is crazy this season. And that's kind of what we asked for. You know, we kind of asked, like, throw balance out the window. Let's get something crazy. And they gave it to us. Right. I don't think they initially intended to give it to us. Right. Um, and I don't think they're going to again. I think we... I think we. I don't know. That's not what I got from this. I, I kind of got from this, like, yeah, like, this season, the power is all over the place. And, like, mm-hmm. it, can we kind of gave you as much power as you could possibly handle and expect you know, kind of crazy shit in the future from seasonal buffs. Like seasonal play okay. won't necessarily be balanced probably ever is what I got from this. And okay. that's why they say, I think they drove home like, oh, data from non-seasonal players is helpful because non-season never has these crazy buffs. Yeah. But the problem I see with this is twofold. One, uh, usually no one's really pushing that hard non-season. 
usually the best players are playing every season and pushing as hard as they can on season because that's usually what matters as far as competition is concerned. So, like, you can take... There's good examples of this. You know, Bloodshed brought one up on his stream where, you know, last is... He's a pretty good wizard. On non-season, he's got, like, a... He's two GRs behind his, like, best seasonal push with, like, 2K less Paragon or something like that. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) So... Uh, one, yeah. it's just like you're not really going to get an accurate representation, representation probably of a set's true power by looking at non-season. And two, this kind of, to me, I read this and I'm like, oh, if I really like a set and I'm a good seasonal player, I am never, ever going to push non-season. Because why would I, why would I want to get my set nerfed? Right. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's also a factor you could throw in there for sure. And then on top of that, I, like me personally, I only play season. I don't give a rat's ass about my non-seasonal characters. I don't care about them. You could delete them right now. I wouldn't even be upset. Sure. So I, it doesn't matter to me. So if, if there's never going to be a decent balance in season, then I guess I can shift the way I play the game and play what's power that season. And maybe that continuous cycle will change enough to where I'm playing new things and trying to keep it fresh. But if I'm like, let's say that I'm I'm a guy that only likes Necro, you know, I like you, then <laughs> Necro is is always getting shit on by seasonal buffs for whatever reason. You know, let's just say sure. a string of of seasons don't really benefit Necro or, or it's not fun. Then what? You know, okay, I guess you're sitting out for six nine months. You know, if they did two seasons in a row, that's six months of like, well, my favorite class is at the bottom of the heap. Right. You know, so. I think seasonal buffs should have some consideration when you're balancing. I feel like I don't feel like you could change the sets around it, but I think the seasonal buff should have sets in mind when it's being implemented and conceived. Hmm. I don't you know. know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying, but I don't know how you get around that, but yeah. at the same time I would hate to have a seasonal buff shit on specific classes or specific sets. I'd rather than really focus more on making a seasonal thing like fun than worry about like how does it affect every class. I don't know. Do you it, think they're gonna they're gonna go away from power and try to go with fun? Like because fun and power don't have to be the true, same thing. True. No, you know? I I think that I don't know. There's definitely probably more fun in power. I uh, agree <laughs> that power is fun. I don't know. But maybe I don't know. I, I don't really have any good ideas that come to right. mind because fun to Reddit is power. double goblin, and <laughs> that is not fun to us, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> you can't just keep throwing power though. Like you can't. You can't just. You know. You can't turn God mode on and then next season give us two times God mode. Like it doesn't. It doesn't work like that. You I, have to. This is going to be an interesting season, right? To follow up kill streak yeah. season. It's going to be weird. Mm-hmm. For sure, but I, but I, I don't know what you do about the seasonal buffs interacting with sets and balance. I and think you don't care. I agree with their mentality here, whereas like, well, non-season doesn't have the buffs, so that's what we're going to look at to aggregate our data. Mm-hmm. It just sucks that like that's that's the only place they can really look at if they do these seasonal buffs like that actually affect a character's power. Then they can never use the seasonal leaderboard as a means of balancing. They have to use non-season. So that right. makes sense. It's just, you know, my concern is one, best players don't play non-season. And two, 
if you're a good player, you're not going to go push non-season now ever because you don't want to get your set buff or nerfed. Right. <laughs> so like the data is going to be skewed. But anyways, um, and then so they go on to say, like you just said, some buffs may be better or worse for different classes, but season effects are temporary, and we're okay with this. Um. And then a direct one-to-one class comparison. While we want every class to perform similarly, it is important that classes retain their unique fantasy. Each class should be able to accomplish similar goals, just in different ways. And so basically their mantra is a GR-130 solo, which but that assumes at Paragon 5000. Yikes. So, I mean, does that kind of, because last week, you and I, I talked about how I think the, the dream mix is 120 at 3K. I'm curious if that's close, because I, I don't, I can't, I don't know the maths. I don't, yeah, I don't know I don't how know. much damage, like, a thousand Paragon gives you. I don't know. I, yeah. 5,000 Paragon is, is a lot, I feel like. Yeah. Um, they should, you I know th- what they could have done? Sorry to interrupt, but, like. So they want to say 130 at 5k Paragon. Everyone's like, oh, 5k Paragon. Like, that's not even possible in the season. Like, that's crazy. Well, this is just like a number. Like, they could have said, like, GR 110 at 1500 Paragon. And that's the same, yeah. like, approximation. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So I, I don't get if, if they have out. If they have ways to skew the math to to average it for your, your Paragon, then that's fine. I don't... I, I think 2000 is a healthy number that a lot of players relate to. I think that's achievable for even average semi-casual players over the course of several seasons. And most of your your non-seasonal guys, like I'm not 5,000 in my non-season. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I've got a lot of time in the game. Are you 5,000 in your non-season? I, I don't think so. Probably would have if I hadn't lost my account. <laughs> so yeah. No, I'm only like, I think 38 or maybe 4K. Yeah. Now. Yeah, so I mean, I'm probably close to to 35, 4K ish. I don't know, but it just seems like that's a lot. But that's okay. Um, are there that many? Maybe there's math that supports that. There's a shit ton of people over 5K. Maybe 5K is just a great number, a great balance of of rift. Or maybe that's yeah. the high. Maybe they're saying like this is the, the top echelon. If you get 5K, you can do 130s. That's what we try to achieve. Right. You know, so. But again, I think, break I think down the, the math. The point gets a little lost mm-hmm. because you know people see that five k, they're like, oh. But they again, they could have just said like, okay, one gr one twenty at you know three k or two k, three k, yeah, whatever. That would have made is. more sense to a lot more people. I think it's just I what agree. they picked. Yeah. Um. But yeah, but so I, they, I think maybe they were shooting for the upper tier because I, I can't imagine there's a ton of players over five k. If you took your whole player pool, it's got to be like sure. what one maybe top one yeah. percent. I don't know. And so maybe that's what they're trying to show here is like the top sure. 1%. This is what we want you to hit. Yeah. So. Um, but this is the most promising part of all of it from here. Um, we always hoped, you know, they kind of somewhere they kept an Excel spreadsheet that was like, hey, you know, Necro is only doing like an average of 122 or something like that. And, Mm-mm. you know, Barb's doing 130, Crusader's doing 138, right? So they, they break it down. Um, and they show the GR average of these 5k Paragon players, what's their, you know, average aggregate GR cap, basically. Again, assuming all these 5k players are pushing, which it's probably not the case, but 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Barbarians 130, Crusaders 138, DH 125, Monk 130, Necro 123, Wish Doctor 130, Wizard 130. That Necro's looking pretty good, though, you know? <laughs> yeah. A lot of this, and they even say this in there, they say a lot of it is because the classes are upper, uh, underrepresented right now. Sure. Uh, the new sets and the new yeah, juice and other classes yeah. like people don't want to play it and that's makes sense um but it is cool that they track it and so like a lot of people still play demon hunter and it's only you know it's it's six levels low right which doctors 10 levels low necros 12 levels low and so that's cool so there so so if we go by this i would hope the next ptr we're going to see barbs and crusaders brought down monks brought down and demon hunter Necro Wish Doctor brought up. Wizard seems to be pretty good. No, yeah. according to this chart, Wish Doctor, Wizard, Barbarian, and Monk would all say the same. And Necro would be buffed. DH would be buffed. Crusader would be I was nerfed. looking at the seasonal one oh, they had okay. under it. I guess that's, that's scaled. So right. yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. So but the, Yeah, and the, the reason, like, this is the part that's confusing. Like, what you just said. Mm-hmm. It's like, they're like, well, we don't care about seasonal. And then they go on the show, like, the seasonal... The seasonal Dang. stuff. So it's like the seasonal theme added five levels to Barb. Is that what? Yeah. That's how I took that. You exactly. just like okay, but it took away two levels on Crusader. That doesn't even fucking make sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, that doesn't even make sense. I know. So like, when I'm looking at this spreadsheet, and I'm like, okay, so it just, that just shows the inconsistency in the player math that it, it, people. I don't know. Like people aren't pushing on season as hard as they did non season, or how could they lose two greater level rift levels with a seasonal theme? help um i mean there's so many else, crusaders i don't know same for necro but again this just, is like a season like how many seasonal characters are 5k plus paragon so it's like it could be an average of like 10 players yes that's true if the if they're only doing that but i thought that they had the math to balance out and do the average and scale up or yeah whatever didn't they say that somewhere in there yeah i don't know maybe but again, like what we're alluding to is like this, like they say like, okay, we don't season. We're not considering for power and especially not this season because the power right. is so evident. And then they show okay. us this thing. And I feel like it's caused a lot of more confusion than it's helped to like mm-hmm. drive home the point. Um, but yeah. And so again, if we go back to the chart above, which is a super important one, right? So we can see here, you know, Crusader is going to get a nerf probably if they're doing everything yeah. on this chart. If they don't, here's the, here's my thing. If Crusader doesn't get nerfed, if DH and Necro don't get buffed in this next patch, why'd you show us this? Right. <laughs> is this a roadmap? <laughs> you right. know? I mean, is it this, could I be mean, like, a, this is what we're doing in the long, long term. Like, and then we'll eventually bring up those. Yeah, it this would could feel be bad. a roadmap, too. It's right. just, I, I, I'm with you, man. It's a little confusing on what this means and what are you showing us. Like, right. why are you showing us to us and, and for what? But if, like I said, if we get the patch notes and it looks like those classes got buffed, then cool. Right. If they're uh, going to fix... Well, I'm jumping ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. The only thing that, you know, I'm immediately flagged by as soon as I read this post is I don't... I like what they're doing in the sense that, like, okay, we want all classes to be bounced around this, like, thing. But that's the problem. Classes. No, 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 no. Okay? Sets. Okay? Mm-hmm. We shouldn't have... Oh, like, well, the, you look at this chart, Monk's 130, like, oh, Monk's in a good spot. No, one Monk set is doing, <laughs> like, 130 consistently. Mm-hmm. It's not all of them. So we need to right. get all of them up to that level. Yeah. 
that's the problem. And I'm, I'm, I have concerns that like maybe that's not a priority for them. Because if, if they're just like, okay, cool, well, you know, which your fantasy Hunter? of ultimate balance? Sure, that doesn't exist. <laughs> now I don't care about <laughs> ultimate balance, but like, you would think, you know, based on this data, they'd be like, well, okay, Crusader is too powerful. Like, let's step it down. You could use that same logic on every single set in the game. Like, I, okay, I this would push think, builds too strong. Yeah, the the way this is gonna happen, I would think, is like they're gonna try to get one set, the top performing set from every class at one thirty, and then once sure. that's achieved. Sure. Then they're going to address like they're just going to grab a new set from every class and try to get that to 130 and then grab a new set and i think it'll be these waves of set balance which could be okay because that could give us something new to play on sure. the seasons like oh they just buffed natalia's and it's been shit for so long and now he can do a 130 also so now there's options and choices that's kind of where i think they'll go with that but i do agree i think that that you can't just wash your hands once a set is at right. the level and everything else is underperforming. Right. Because so, then you're just making all the other sets garbage and nobody ever wants to play them. You mm -hmm. don't care. You're trashing the pieces. So you have one set. A, a class is just a set. and That's it. Right. So, I'm, a, I'm a big advocate for like, you know, all the sets. You know, like they have the data and I don't want to be like, oh, just change the number. But like, you know, increase the power. If it's not doing this, the 130 at 5k Paragon, just increase the power. And if you overshoot it, fine. Nerf it next season. But like, yeah. just give us this all the sets. You've, you've worked hard on all these ways to play the game in sets in Diablo. And we hope that, you know, Diablo 4 is not a set-based game. But Diablo 3 very much is, right? And so you've, you've done all this work to, like, have these different play styles. And, like, they just fall behind. And it feels bad. So, please. Yep. <laughs> all the sets not just the classes um but yeah and so they go on to talk about how you know one to two gr levels you know we've, they consider like very close probably fine you know i would i kind of read this as like okay if it's within one or two grs of that 135k paragon we're okay with that like we don't really care yeah. we're not going to touch it again and that makes sense i'm down with that because that goes back to like if every set was within one two of each other that's the dream that's for pretty me. good Right. Um, three to four levels is that warning zone. We need to watch the buffs and nerfs in this area, but action may not yet be necessary, but it should keep an eye on it. And then plus or minus five uh, warrants significant change at this range. It's clear something is over or underperforming and needs to be addressed, which is great. Mm -hmm. So if we, again, if we take that logic and we go back to the chart, Crusader is 100% getting a nerf, DH is 100% yep. getting buff, and Necro is 100 and. 30% getting a buffer. Necro maybe is getting a buffer. Right? <laughs> it kind of, see there's the asterisk on, on the five or more. It I says unless, unless Necro. Right, and, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> the next, unless Necro fluff. Necro's got, <laughs> it's got, Necro's got Z characters, so we don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm curious though, like to so say, okay, obviously Necro's underperforming. What does that mean? Like, so maybe next season, like, they don't want too, too much juice. I think the easiest thing is, like, a straight buff to Pestilence. I'm, I don't know. I have concerns that, like, what would they do? Like, maybe, like, LOD Mage is the top performing Necro build right now. And what are they going to do? Like, buff the scythe of the cycle and bring that yeah. build up? Because that's, I think well, that's more dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it needs, I think Necro could use some barb love. And, and get like some revamps on some sets, but I sure. don't think that's coming soon. 
Right. I think the quick fix is number balances, like you're right. saying, just use pestilence up. Yeah. And then, you know, you're kind of wiping your hands until the new necro set comes right. out, whenever that is. Which hopefully and then that's, means that's more when necro like, stuff, right? Yeah. Cause then ne new necro set's going to be like, okay, this is the most powerful set now. We want people to play it. Mm -hmm. It's going to hit that 130 mark and maybe be plus one. So we're okay with that. But, you know, so. Yeah. We'll see. And that could be this patch. Sure. Maybe. So. Yo, Frankie, I don't think so. if you're looking for something <laughs> super easy, just buff pestilence at the end of the day for next yeah. patch and then do all the things. Um, but yeah, uh, the GR150 cap, we already knew this, um, mm -hmm. which is kind of a trend with a lot of the stuff. A lot of the stuff's just like, well, we, this, we, like, we all kind of assume this is what was going on. Um, but it's nice to have like an official like word on all of this. Right. Um, and they talked about this before, but they, they literally can't do more than the 150 cap. And I, I saw a lot of people tweeting like, oh, I'm so glad with their decision to like not go over the 150 cap. I was like, I don't know if it's like they literally just cannot go over the 150 cap. Like, yeah. And a lot of people are complaining about it too or, right. and have been forever. Like just raise the cap, just raise the cap. Right. We've been saying forever. It's a performance right. thing. Um. Yeah, I don't think that's the solution either way, though. It's just like T16s. Like, what did T16 really do for the game? Mm, just let us farm less yeah. rifts to get greater rift keys. That's yeah. give us more death breath. Like, that's it. It didn't. And this is something we talked about before it was implemented. Everybody's right. like, give us T16s, give us T20s, right. whatever the case is. And I'm like, it doesn't really do anything for the game. It just forces you into pigeonholing these sets. Yeah, makes it worse. Until they buff the sets to make them even more ridiculous. And then you just want more T levels. So it doesn't really fix anything, I don't feel like. Um, is it nice having T16? Sure. I don't have to do as many riffs to mm -hmm. get keys now. You know, is that a good thing? I don't know. Maybe. I don't, so. I don't want to play as much as I used to. So, right. you know, I don't know. Um yeah, so man. raising the cap above 150 would have the same effect. Like, right. sure, those guys that can't hit it, you know, most of us aren't hitting 150 anyways. And those guys that are smashing the 150s, like, so they raise it to 160. It might give them, you know, that that top 0.1% of players a new a new target to achieve. But if they reduce everybody down below 150 anyways, you still have a target to mm -hmm. achieve, you know. I don't, I don't see what it really solves for you. Right. Um, they go on to talk about solo versus group design. I did like this little tidbit. Mm -hmm. So uh, they said the common misconception is that we balance the game solely around four-man groups. While we certainly take that into account, group play is not our only focus because not all players enjoy playing in groups. Uh, we want to make sure that the content we design is can be joining for most players, so our design decisions should take both styles into account. So that's good to hear. Um, yeah. And then they go on to talk about something we always talk about. <laughs> ZDPS, yeah. ZDPS builds. Uh huh. And they actually go on to say, like, it was kind of a point of contention, like internally, mm -hmm. whether or not these ZDPS builds should really exist. And I, at the end of the day, they decided, like, sure, they're not going to go out of their way to like to, facilitate to more ZDPS builds or to give these builds like more items and options, but. Uh, they're fine with them being in the game, basically. What do you think? Do you, are you fine with them being in the game? I don't love it. I, I think that uh, uh -huh. a big reason, you know, some of these groups can get to the 150 mark is because of support builds. I don't, I know that there's those players that just love the support role. And I, I don't know if that's because like playing the support class is just easier. And like, 
no one wants to do it and so they, like, they feel like needed or it's kind of like playing a healer i guess like a really easy yeah. to play healer i don't know so there's I, that there's that in- i i agree with it i think i think it does a couple things to the game i i personally don't like it mm-hmm. i like i don't mind playing it i've played it and it's it's okay it's fun but i don't like it because this game wasn't conceptually designed from the ground up with support characters in mind i don't feel like right and so it feels like a half-ass support right, character yeah. job it mm-hmm. doesn't feel like you're really supposed to be doing that and then so mechanics like don't seem to like they're not clear they're not always working and then on top of that this game's about smashing monsters and picking right. a loot and you're not smashing monsters you're smashing keys but you're not smashing monsters right. and it's um i'm not I, i'm not really a huge fan Although I do, I do play it and it's okay. I don't hate it, but I think the game would be better without it. Personally. I agree. I agree. So, um, and, and, but a lot of people do like to play it because sure. they don't have to be the guy that plays 24 seven. They don't have to be the guy that plays 22 hours a day for six months straight to get the Paragon to complete the rift. They can be the guy that just jumps in yeah. and heals and then still gets the loot and then, and mm-hmm. you know, the recognition or whatever else comes with it. Um, I would love to see them figure out a way, and you kind of brought it up in the um, the Q and A panel at BlizzCon. Mm-hmm. I love to see them like I would love for your skills to interact with one each other's, yes. but not in a way that like I'm your healer, like I, I I'm right. your support character. Like we're both doing things, and because we're doing it together, we get bonuses, more stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. I think I think that would be the the, the ultimate for D four is if they had interactive skills. You know, you're playing. Right. And they even showcased it in Diablo Immortal to an extent, right. although it was, it was, it was, it was self. What did they do in Diablo Immortal? They put the ice brick down, yeah, and, he shot and then the, he, for and then he shot it, it yeah. and it, and it split. But that was the same character, but right, it was yourself, you do, right? Do interactions like that with you each know, other, right? Yeah, wizard puts a frost brick down, and then I don't know, man. You a could have bar bleeps on it, and it shatters. shatters yeah, yeah. Crusader throws a shield into it or something. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be cool, like a bomb. Yep. <laughs> do it. But, you know, also um, on the opposite side of that spectrum, I do, I don't think the SSF is going anywhere. I don't think that the demand for SSF is going anywhere. So I do, I still, I still think, although they're like, oh yeah, you know, you'll be able to play Diablo 4 by yourself. You know, we're not going to force you to group. That's a great thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you look at your Diablo 3 community, Diablo 3 is that game where you can play in a group or you can play by yourself. Obviously, yep. you take a massive disadvantage, and that's what they're looking to kind of quote cure in Diablo Four. You don't really have a disadvantage by not grouping, so they say. But like, I don't you see just, how that could be a thing, right? There's got to be one. There, there needs to be yeah. one. Sure, maybe, but people that play alone, like the people that are begging for an SSF, like just do it. It's not going anywhere. If, if anything, PUE is making it infinitely more popular. How how do you think with the open world design of Diablo Four they're going to implement SSF? I think that solely is the reason they're not going to do it. Yeah, is because you're in a shared open world. Right. That's always going to throw you into server lobbies with players. And if they do SSF, How they would kill, have to like, inst- world bosses. They, right. I don't know. Yeah, they would have to instance you off into your own thing. And exactly, world bosses, other mechanics that we may not even know about. The the game fundamentally like pvp they could just be designed in a way that's like you, you you can't support ssf um yeah i don't know man i i do agree that ssf is huge and i think they will lose people if they don't have it yeah 
But if they can make the game fun enough that we don't care, you I know, guess, yeah. like true, you know that that's that's the thing that like people will be pissed. They just have to make sure that like it's the the multiplayer is so uh, intuitive and 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 fun that people mm-hmm. want to do it. You know, so. But again, if they're selling the game, so we think here we say here like we immediately see like world bosses. Well, that would be a huge advantage in the group, right? But they yeah. say like you don't like you don't have to group. So you would think that it's because those other guys are going to show up and help you kill it anyways. Right. But you would think that that like, I don't know that if they're like really selling, oh, you don't have the group you, so you can do this. You play this game completely by yourself like that. You would somehow maybe that's and maybe that's the matter. goal. Maybe you get powerful enough to solo a world boss. Maybe that's the thing. Yeah, SSF. Maybe. It seems like a huge disadvantage. But if you're showing up and you're you're supposedly playing SSF and then all of a sudden four new dudes show up in your world environment and help you kill that boss. I feel bad. It's not SSF right, anymore. Right. It's SSF ish, <laughs> you know. But sure. I don't know, man. Yeah. That's uh, weird. But maybe that's an easy fix for them and they can just like instance away and give people their own mm-hmm. lobbies and servers. And I don't know. So. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, also something we keep touching on week after week, mm-hmm. uh, they talk about, quote, creative game mechanics and animations, which basically. You know, they talk about your bazooka wizard mechanics, the stutter stepping that we keep talking about on the Crusader week after week, on the uh, the recorder barb, um, and they do want to disable animation canceling, which is I think great. Um, yeah. It is more work, obviously, <laughs> to do this, which you know, good on them. But you know, so you take a look at that chart, and it's like you know, Crusaders are at one thirty eight. Okay, well. You nerf stutter the stepping. Stutter stepping on Crusader is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, and Barb, and Barb. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Barb. Barb's not as bad. I don't. I mean, it no, is the animation catching into the wall. That's insane. Yeah, it it, it does matter some, but that, you're going to smash your face into a wall anyways because you need the enemies to group up on you. So sure. like it, it, but it, it it's make kind it of faster. It's not going to like totally change the way the game plays. If they, but they do you think they could do that? They can't nerf animation canceling on the Crusader and not nerf Raycor. They need to if they do, but then they have to they have to buff Raycor to compensate for yes, sure. And the same thing with Crusader, right? And Crusader's That's probably going to be nerfed too. Yeah. yeah. But you know, I I'm still not as upset as that as I am like the animation canceling I think is cheesy and it sucks that you have to do it because I think it's mechanically annoying as fuck to try to smash keys like that but bazooka wizard is just straight garbage it's it's like macro only (laughs) yeah it wasn't intended it wasn't designed like you did not intentionally design bazooka wizard like that Mm -mm. and the timing is like four frames of animation or something ridiculous you know four like think about that for four frames of animation that timing is so tight that it's not feasible by any person reliably well, over yeah. and over and over and over. like lex lex does lex it does i've seen it. him do it right but it's not 100 percent. again you know, that's like you know a, a high-end player and he's like oh you can do it you don't need, need to use the macro guys but like you know your average player it's probably yeah. even after you're like holding his hand man like this is how you do it like he's still not yeah. gonna probably be able to get it it's just not a it's not it shouldn't be a thing it yeah. wasn't intended so like why is it still there so i hope they they break it but from reading this, I feel like Crusader is going to get broken, and yeah. I don't feel like Bazooka Wizard is. I really, really feel like 
think he's gonna make it. I, I hope like, not. I don't know. I, to me, that they missed the the proper nerf on the bazooka. It still feels like it's coming. I just they just had to figure out how. Yeah, I don't know. You think so? You think that they have it? You think that bazooka's getting it? I hope so. I hope so. I think that. Yeah, I think it, from all the things we've read and all the blue posts I've read, you know, doing the research for the podcast over the past couple months, it did feel like they're like our intent was the nerf bazooka, and like we didn't really hit the mark. Yeah, no, I agree with that. That they missed the mark. Um, I don't, I don't yeah. even, I don't even think bazooka wizard in concept is a bad idea. I think it's actually really fun to play um, a star packed wizard. And I think I think when Tal Rasha Star Pact was a thing, I played that and I manually taught myself how to do it. And it took a little bit and it was fun. I think that style of play can be fun, but I think they should intentionally design something like that to where it's not like four frame timing. It needs to be like I don't you know. can have Isn't it like know. it's it's almost the, like double COE, right? Like you I hate builds where you're like you're you're just waiting for like this really tiny window to really do your yeah. damage. Your group and mob, so your your high area damage and yeah. your group and packs of packs of mobs. You're dropping an arcane meteor, and then the meteor has like a one second delay time before it hits right. the ground. And in that second, you have to channel to get arcane power, and then you have to or cast to get arcane power, then channel to get your whatever the offhand item is or the the weapon that gives you the damage buff when you're channeling. And that you have to do all those things before the meteor hits the ground in your element, and like you know, all these things line up. But it, when you see that quadrillion damage pop up on the screen and everything on the screen disappears, super rewarding and it feels really good. Um, but I think that they just need to design, if they want to have it in the game, they need to design something around it that the majority of the player base can get behind and play. Even if it's a one, a one second timing is 60 frames versus yeah. four frames. I still don't know because you know like... I mean? I really hate that, and and, and it's a, become such a thing in Diablo is where, like, you have this build, and, and when you're pushing the boards, you gather up this huge pack of density, and then you wait for that window where you're okay. hit your COE rotation, and then like hit your big cooldowns. All happens in unison, and then like that's how you play, and then like so you're not a necro, you you're not doing anything else for like the next like twelve seconds. Like it just, right. I, I really dislike the windows of damage. Um, it's, it, I, I think that some sets shouldn't have it. There needs to be a balance between it. Like it's, I think like pestilence, for example, has that, you know, cold cycle. You're waiting for or cold answer. You're waiting for that cold cycle. Mm. And that's, a, you know, that's the way it plays and it, it synergizes around that. That's it's okay. Um, but not all of them like COE doesn't need to be in every single build right yeah. doesn't need to be in every single build Mm -hmm. so i'm with you man i agree with get rid of some of the damage windows you know right um but yeah that's kind of the tldr and like they kind of tell us like we appreciate your feedback so if you guys have stuff to say about it post away but yeah. Try to post constructive comments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you post like this is shit, Poe's better, whatever the fuck, you know, like right. that doesn't help, man. No. So if you legitimately have some valid input, if you post it in a constructive way, they will probably read it. Like, I would say very, very likely they'll read it. Right. So do it. You know. Right. Um. At the same time, you trolls on the internet. This is kind of an early fluff hates. Okay. This is something. 
I've seen so much of since DL4's announcement is these like white knights coming out of like chat. I don't know why. And being like, oh, you shouldn't you shouldn't talk about because you don't you don't know shit. Right? Like you don't know all the things. Like so you don't know all the things that like go into like this post or blah blah blah. And it's like we're literally like they're asking for our feedback and we're giving it to them based on what we see. And then people are like, well, you don't know all the details, so you shouldn't fucking comment on it. And, like, I just see so much of that since Diablo 4 has been announced. Like, so much of it. You can't escape it on the internet. It's like, well, this game's not even out yet. Why would you even comment on it? Because they're asking us to. Yeah. So, so enough of that, Twitch chat and right. people of YouTube. Jesus. Yeah. I, you know. Drives me crazy. Drives me literally crazy. It's the internet. Let's... Yeah. Give me your overall. Your your you're stepping back. Yeah. What's your what's your one mile take yeah, on this? You know this post, man. Obviously, good, bad, yeah, like to, like initial, like yeah. To me, this is all like pretty obvious info and stuff that you like. I feel like you know, yeah. We we coming into this. There's not a lot of surprises for me, but it is good one to kind of hear it from Blizzard's own mouth that this is like what their plan is it, it, it felt like that's how they're pushing the game and the direction that they were going but it's good to see like in words like this is what we're doing so i really appreciate that open line of communication i'm all for that i love these kind of posts mm-hmm. um you know the only and i'm i'm with it like i'm down you know there's to me like it's either again it's tough to measure based on non-season but like that's the best data that they have right now because they still plan on making seasonal buffs probably pretty crazy going forward uh but again my only big red flag is like they say classes like we want all classes to do this instead of all the sets and so that's that's where i get like like that's not super fun because if you don't like pestilence and but you love necro well like you're never really going to push because like that's the only set that really pushes that high and that feels yeah. bad. So I agree. I agree. I think that's a great. I think that's great piece of feedback to give them. Like, I, I don't think that the majority of the player base would be okay with a set being that one thirty and everything mm-hmm. else just kind of being way below or you know all over the board. Right. Um, I'm sure they probably realize that. That's kind of the same. So my my overall when I step back, I was super excited when I saw it. I'm like, okay, cool. What are we gonna get? And for me personally, I kind of already knew some of this information anyways, because we got to network a lot at BlizzCon. Sure. And so when I was like talking to people at BlizzCon and stuff, like some of this stuff was kind of like, well, like I, somebody had said to me, like well, 130 is what we kind of try to balance, what we aim for. So I kind of already, I didn't know like that the 5,000 Paragon and stuff was kind of going in there. But so so to me, it's like there wasn't a whole lot of of new stuff. It's clarification on things that I think, you know, make sense and and tell them why they're doing it but um it it's you know it's it's kind of stuff that i knew and it's it's cool i want to see the new sets and the ptrs and things but it doesn't seem like this to me is just like we're going to do a one we're we're not raising the cap at 150 we're trying to balance everything at 130 and that's kind of what i took from it you know okay yeah cool um Again, but I, I guess mean, a lot of the community yeah. may not know that info. So sure. that's Yeah, you cool know, again, them. you know, I don't think that we'll see crazy amounts of content being added from to D three yeah. at this point. But again, you know, to me, and maybe you don't agree, you know, people in chat, but you know, the the best thing to me 
they could do for Diablo 3 is walk away from it as like a, a balanced game. Every class can do this, and there's a lot of fun speed farming builds to play, and the game's just fun. Like, maybe it doesn't have all the content there is in the world, but, you know, you paid mm-hmm. 50 bucks for it like 10 years ago. It's like, what do you expect? <laughs> I guess, kind of, I don't know. So, yeah. I mean, we would all love to see more content being added to this game, but I think at the very least, if they left the game before DL before and like all the sets did this, like Balance, yeah. fucking I, I will say that I appreciate the amount yes. of effort it took to make this because there were multiple teams. I'm sure that they probably have data analytic teams that have to get the numbers to the devs and the devs have to crunch the numbers to figure out what's underperforming, what is performing. And then they have to go through some kind of management to get it to, to the community managers, to get it to us, to get it localized and formatted and all that kind of shit. So the amount of effort that it takes just to give us, like just so we can know what the fuck they're doing, I think is kind of crazy, you know? Um, but it's cool that they did it for us. So yeah. I hope that, I hope we can get something like this for in the future. Like let's say, the PTR drops. I want information like this on the class sets and the balance changes they make then. Yeah. Like, like let us, let us get some of this info sure. when you're like, okay, so we're buffing Natalia's and it's, and we're going to change the 10,000 damage bonus to 75,000 damage bonus because this set has been performing at like a greater rift 105 and the marks 130. So we think that this, you know, like those kind of numbers yeah. and things you can use this, I guess. Totes. You know, yeah, you know. So it could be cool, but we got some juice. Um, there was something I don't know if you have the schedule up. If you go to the next one, I threw something in there. There's a post that I think is a little relevant to this. Forum post um, analysis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one. Yeah. So um, is that it? No, yeah. the one below that in the schedule. But what it says is, uh, it says, uh, does anybody have an idea when we can we expect the PTR? And she says, yep, wait for it soon, trademarked. I guess that's poking fun at the, de- sure, the, the blizzard soon. But it says, uh, in parentheses, just having fun. We're aiming for next week, barring any unforeseen circumstances. Mm-hmm. So there is a little bit of a timetable, I guess, for PTR. I was assuming after this blog post that we weren't going to get it for a couple weeks. Really? But it looks like maybe next week we'll get it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And then are we going to get one week and then downtime in another week? Are we going to get two weeks of PTR? Like, what are we, what are we getting? I feel like last, those kind of details would be cool. Yeah. Last time I feel like we got, was it like a Friday and then we got PTR Tuesday or something like that? I don't remember. I don't it was remember fast. Either. It was a fast turnaround. Um, from, from what, the patch notes? Yeah. I feel like. Maybe even that. So week. you think we're going to get patch notes Friday? I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I don't think there's don't any think so. consistency about <laughs> any of this. Uh, I, I don't. I think next Tuesday we'll get notes, and then maybe a PCR will just open up in the same day. Maybe, or you know, maybe they listen to the podcast and they're trying to maybe stagger the Diablo season a little bit later with you know the PUE. and so it's not hitting. So when is the next PoE league supposed to? They're on a three month cadence, right? Yeah. When does the like pretty, start? like is it is it like three months on the dot or is it fluctuate it's a week or two? Pretty fucking close. Minimum um, start date. So let's let's figure this out real quick. December thirteenth was the start date. Was when it dropped. Okay, so if we do the if we do the thirteenth, so one month. So 
March 13th. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then that would be, and then the Diablo season started November 22nd. So it should be dropping roughly around February 22nd. Yes, that's so cool. That's too close. So that would give us. So, so if they delay, that's going to fuck us even more. Yeah. So they have to be faster. Yeah, <laughs> they, need, they need to be faster, Shit. man. No, look at this. You're right. Because so say, fucked, say we get it next week. Yeah. And they already said we we're going to have two weeks for this PTR. Yeah. yeah. And then so then it could start the 25th, assuming this happens next week. Wait, no, wait, they would probably need a week or two for the season. We could have the seasons line up this time to be fuck. to be on this to be on the same day oh my god <sighs> yeah that would not be good man Rip. so what what did we just say that that poe's is going to be march what march 13th would be the end and so it could like be like a week after that until they start the next one but so man mm. they need to they need to stagger this i i would be okay with them d- just delaying this season an extra <laughs> month yeah because and, and I don't even play PUE. I'm saying this purely from a like my community. Yeah. Because when PUE hits, man, the Diablo directory is just dry. Oh, like, right. Like people don't show up in the clan. People don't show up in the communities in game. Like you know, you're you're sitting there like, oh man, I need a ZDPS or I need a a Z monk for right. metas, and it's just like like crickets. You yeah. know. So. And those first two weeks, you know, like the, the first, first two, two weeks, weeks of this weeks. league were, or this season were awesome. Yeah, they and were juicy. Pee says that. I was like, well. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's some good feedback, man. If you guys in, in that are listening to this podcast agree, give that feedback. If you agree, give the feedback. Like, yeah. I'm going to. You know, I'm going to post on the Instagram. Sure. Listen. Try. You know, That'd be great. But, you know, like one, it, all it takes is like one of the games delaying a week or two and then they get closer together. That'd just be really hard to coordinate. But it would really suck for them the to be within weekend. like a week. Like that's the yeah, worst. And, but, yeah. and see, here's the thing. Here's the thing they got to look at. It, it, like you can sit on their high horse and like fuck, fuck Poe. We're we're Diablo. We're the king shit. Sure. And Poe yeah. could say the same thing. Like you know, we're right. the best ARPG right now. We're gonna do what we want, and Blizzard can can adjust around us. Sure. And both companies can say that. But the reality is, is like these devs are making new sets in Diablo and they're working hard to make these new sets and they're probably getting graphic artists to like make these and, and people are actually, you know, designing and coding the new skills and all this shit. And like, if you drop on the same week or the week after, then, then what? Like all that hard work is just getting kind of shit on a little bit, you know? And so it's, it's more than just what the, like, there's a lot that goes into the timing cadence and i feel like you know so yeah i hope it's considered right so and i you know me i think i i feel like i'm a pretty good example like i didn't want to not play the diablo 3 season anymore because i was having a good time but you know just the the metamorph hit and the metamorph was massive like it was two updates in one and it's just like you know it's game changing so it's like yeah like how can you just taste it and walk away we'll go back to d3 after i don't know it's too hard So I'm with you. Let's get that cadence. I'd love to get that cadence down. Um, but yes, and then, so they've been a little bit active on the forums, uh, and I say they, I mean blue posts. You know, uh, so, so they're, they're talking about stuff. Nevelistus was pretty active on Reddit uh, huh? for the actual like balance post. So you know, one, a couple things she says to touch on them quickly. Uh, one guy says, you know, TIL my Paragon 
1000 levels are child's play. And she says, I wouldn't think of it that year, that way. I generally average 600 to 800 uh, Paragon a season before I stop to avoid burnout. But I do think people who are regularly hitting 5,000 Paragon tend to forget that your accomplishments are more in line with the average player experiences. It's still important we make our changes based on both types of players, but I do think it's easy for players like you or me who average 800 to 1K uh, to believe that they should be performing as the same as someone 8,000 or higher because their build is referencing blah, blah, blah. Um, I mean, that's not new news, but... That's a valid point, yeah, I feel like. Sure. I mean, if you're Paragon... A, a thousand you should not be anywhere close to people that are two or three thousand sure. right it's it's a lot of a lot of main stat you're missing right so and and not only that just loot just random loot like to get to 800 now you can do that in a couple hours i sure. mean i think i power leveled somebody to 600 in 30 minutes yeah you know and it's like so they're paragon 600 but since they got carried and power leveled through it they got a fraction of the drops that they would have gotten had they done that solo. Sure. So they don't have access to the ancient items. They're not going to have the gem leveled up for any augments on any of those ancient items mm -hmm. and things like that. So, and they're just, their gems aren't going to be high level either. Right. Um, and then she goes on to say in another post, uh, why are some skills excellent performing? Uh, blah, blah, blah. And she says, skills are a bit more finicky to balance and tinker with. Whereas items are a lot safer from a design quality risk perspective, which makes total sense. Um, yeah. It's really easy and fast to disable an errant item uh, if something goes wrong, as I've discovered from tinkering with my own projects. Uh, what's under the hood typically works differently than you might initially anticipate. As for a squish, this is something we talk about, right? Like a stat squish. Yeah. As for a squish, yeah. that's probably not going to happen. No surprise there. Uh, to provide context, the amount of work that went into doing the Squish for WoW was enormous in caps and took an incredible amount of back-end re retrofitting and of, uh, over the course of uh, more than a year to accomplish. Uh, so that could be done again in the... Uh, or So that it could be done again in the future, right? So they, they designed yeah. it in a way so they could do it again. They did do it again, right? They did they're, stat yeah, squish they're twice. on like stat squish number three is about to okay, happen, okay. I think. Yeah, but yeah, they did do a second one. Right. And so she says, D3 doesn't have that luxury, even close to the same infrastructure, nor does doing so make a ton of sense when a game, when a new game is on the horizon. We want to make the host of what we have, but also recognize we have limitations, resource, and otherwise, and how far we can go. That makes total sense. Sure. I mean, I agree. I agree with it. But that just goes to the fantasy of if people want to be power, more powerful. And sure. every if there's a patch where all of a sudden you drop 25 greater rift levels, you're pissed and you're not going to play the game. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you get around that. Right. How, how can I don't think they can. I think that they have to just use this magical 130 and try to justify that to people. And hopefully a lot of players weren't hitting that already and, you know, things like that. Yeah. So um, Diablo is Diablo 3 is in a really tough spot, I think, from a community perspective right now, because one is getting compared against path of exile which mm -hmm. to me <laughs> is arguably the number one game on the internet for getting content mm. so that is a second of Fortnite, really yeah. yeah is a really really tough competition to be in uh and we know from blizzcon and you know we're not the first to leak it but their dev team is like i mean it's really 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 small like single digits so 
it, it's <laughs> it's great we're even getting what we're getting at the mm-hmm. end of the day and, and it sucks for all of us that are big hardcore fans of diablo that we're not getting more but like you know they're doing what they can, what they can. right but yeah. again it, it does suck because you're like well what do you mean they're doing what they can like they're blizzard they should have teams and teams of people to but that's just not how it works so yeah i think he, I, I someday jason jason is gonna put an article out man <laughs> on, on what happened with the d4 development years after it's out you know and i really feel like the predicament we're in is because diablo 4 was already scheduled to be out years ago like diablo 3 had this plan it had this thing they canceled the second dlc and then they were probably like, okay, we got Diablo 4 in the works. It's going to come out in the next two years anyway. It doesn't matter. And that time has long since come and passed. And then they've scrapped it, started over, whatever happened. And it's just, and it's left us in the in Diablo 3 fan base in this state of limbo mm-hmm. that wasn't initially intended, I don't feel like. Sure. And so then I think like after BlizzCon last year, especially in 2018, BlizzCon, sorry. Um, I think people freaked out a little bit. I think Blizzard didn't freak out. I think that they were like, we fucked up. We need to try to do what we can. And Diablo 4 production got ramped up and uh, Diablo 3 got a couple scraps thrown its way to to maybe help, you know, hold people over. Mm-hmm. And the guys that are doing it, man, it's cool that they're doing it. You know? Yeah. So. Totes. It's just, oof. That's, that's a tough comparison, right? <laughs> At the end of the day. Like, yeah. One of the best games for content on the internet getting compared to Diablo. Like, that's just, that's so tough. It's such a tough position for the game to be in. So, like, a lot of people are like, oh, shitting on Diablo, Diablo 3, Omega Lull, and they compare, like, okay, PUE's got, like, 20,000 viewers, and Diablo 3 directory has, like, 280. Like, it's just... Yeah, well, I mean, Diablo 2 has got more people than Diablo 3 a lot of times, too, but you gotta take that with a grain of salt, too. Sure. Like, the Twitch directory, those guys that have been there since day one have just a leg up like you get somebody like llama that's been in the directory for years and years and years he's got 700 people that are going to come watch him fucking play you know mario kart you know on 64 (laughs) right you know what i'm saying so it's like it doesn't it doesn't like he could play whatever game so if he goes to the diablo directory now that's up 700 people so it's not like an apples to apples so to say totally it, it does matter a little but it's not you know yeah yeah, I'm uh, sure if you had like all the big Diablo it's just boys like if on. Quinn comes back to the Diablo directory and there's 10,000 people right. in the directory because Quinn's in here, right. that doesn't fucking mean that Diablo's thriving all of a sudden. Sure. It just means that Quinn's big dick in the directory all of a sudden. You know, it's so, <laughs> it's, yeah. you know, it, take it with a grain of salt, I sure. guess. Sure. Um, but yeah. Yeah. What else do we got on this um, yeah, so like you said, oh. we're not going to get the PTR. It seems like at least until at least the patch notes aren't even coming until next week. Yeah, um, maybe, maybe. I hope, I hope, I hope. And then this thing, did you see this? <laughs> I saw this. I don't shit. understand. I actually okay. don't understand. I don't think there's anything in this. So I saw this after I saw other people tweeting other random shit like this. Mm. Like it wasn't just Diablo. I saw this. I don't remember who else did this, but there was an, uh, other companies and people that were tweeting weird shit. Diablo just took it to another level with the snakes and the dog and the can't like, I don't know. Do you think that this is some kind of, I don't you think know. This, you think this is cryptic. <laughs> you think this means something. Someone in chat or someone on YouTube comments, like what is this? Like, so for you guys listening in, 
it's like candle there's five candles which you know pentagram like that's diablo's thing and then there's like a worm a dog a goat a chick and a bee and then the diablo says they're in a cult i don't understand and then diablo the replied to a diablo with a cow oh because a hidden cow because because he missed the cow he forgot the cow <laughs> Don't I don't understand. think it means anything, man. I think whoever has the Diablo Twitter was just high, totally fucking around. And <laughs> I would too if I had. I mean, if Talk I had the account, me. I I would do it. I would I would post shit and let people try to figure out nothingness. You sure. Know? I don't. Yeah. I just, but if you guys, you know, leave your comments sure. below and let us know if maybe uh, it means something. It means if you got if you can decipher something out of that Illuminati. So, mm, good point. Good point. You know. Yeah, I no idea what's going on there. Um, yeah, and it's like there's like a whole Reddit thread of people like theory crafting. <laughs> right, just trying to theory craft this right. thing. Um, uh, posted some this stuff. This was on interesting. Twitter. I yeah. misunderstood it at first. So Dreadscythe posted a. I lost it. Let me find it. Yeah, so Dreadside posted a calendar. I thought like this was his calendar. <laughs> I was like, yeah. what do you care? Well, um, I got it when I blew it up. Right. Uh, but basically, he posted a calendar of the Anaheim Convention Center. Which is where they host BlizzCon every right. single year, if you didn't know. And the uh, first weekend in November, which is historically right. when they do BlizzCon, is taken. Mm-hmm. Somebody else... And, and BlizzCon eats up this entire facility. Right. I mean, there's like there's no extra room there. So it's not like we're going to share it with another convention mm-hmm. or something. Uh, this is this is pretty pretty interesting theory right. crafting, man. Some people have extra time on their hands, and I love that they do because <laughs> I never would have thought to do this. Yeah, this is um, smart. So literally, so the only weekends saying, it could be so like the every weekend in November is taken, mm-hmm. every weekend in early December is taken. So it's really, October. the only thing they can do is either October the weekend of October 9th, the weekend of October sixteenth, and the weekend of October twenty third. That's and that's amazing to me. Fucking get it away from Halloween, <laughs> get it away from Thanksgiving and Christmas because this 2019 BlizzCon literally was the day after Halloween. It was the shittiest timing for people like myself who have kids. Mm. Like I missed taking my kids to Halloween to go to BlizzCon, and it was a huge um, decision that I had to make. I almost didn't go to BlizzCon because of it because mm. I'm like, fuck, man, I'm only going to get so many Halloweens with my kids before they're too big to enjoy it. Yeah. You know? So it's it sucks, man. That'd be great I, I really, if you had been invited and you're like, yeah, nah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I almost fuck dude. you, dude. <laughs> it was like this close, fluff. I'm not even joking, man. <laughs> I know my, we were my, having that conversation. I was like, oh, my shit. wife was like, you gotta go. Like it was honestly, I was like, I don't think I'm going to, and she's like, you gotta go. And I'm like, all right. You, she kind of talked me into it. So, Damn. Damn. Um, I hope so. I hope that's right. You know? Yeah, but that's, somebody that's else was saying that they think it's going to be. Can you scroll down on that picture? Does it have the things like Monday and Tuesday? They're saying like Monday and Tuesday, the twenty something of November. What have we got there? Twenty third, twenty fourth. Yeah, I think they were saying that's going to um, be at the Thanksgiving week. week. I know, right? If they do that shit, come on, <laughs> no, they, they can't. No. They can't do because there's people that like take the whole Thanksgiving week, right? Like they take they the did three it the days day off. after Halloween, dude. I mean, I but wouldn't. Put Halloween's it just like a, you know, it's a fucking kids. Everybody Halloween. celebrates Halloween in the United States, man. I didn't. If you have kids, you you do Halloween, right? And never like most people have kids. Most people aren't fluff. 
<laughs> God, yeah. This episode of Fluff Hates, Fluff Hates Kids. I mean, I, yeah, not wrong. <laughs> Absolutely not wrong. <laughs> Could you imagine? Have you babysat kids no. before? Like, I, so here's the thing. Yeah. Kids? I never had younger siblings. I'm the youngest of uh, four. That explains a lot. And, you know, honestly, if I really think back, all throughout growing up, I was like, man, like, I would not want kids. I would not want kids. And I always thought, like, I would go, like, grow into it. And I remember dating a girl in, like, my early 20s, and she really wanted kids. And I, like, I really liked her. And I was like, oh, maybe, like, maybe I could. Like, maybe, I, maybe, like, that's, but, you know, like, it just, no, it just never clicked. It never clicked. And so finally it came to the point where I was just like, like we split up because she really wanted it. I was like, I just can't. I just mm. always somehow, I don't know. I've always known. It's not like a thing where it's like, one, I I know I'm I'm like it's too selfish probably to like take care of humans. Um, <laughs> but it's just that lifestyle, the whole lifestyle just doesn't appeal to me at all. I know it can be super rewarding. I get it. Like I see, you know, like Quinn will post like tweets of his like his kid freaking out about something and it's like okay sure you know that's cute and i'm sure that fills you with joy like watching your kid just be like really really happy about something and it's like hilarious or whatever but there's just too much you know adulting that goes with that like i yeah. can't i can't do it it's not for everybody man i don't i don't i so I, that's it falls in line with people's telling you what you need to like or have and <laughs> like i get it man yeah. like if you don't you know, everybody's going to tell you, oh, you don't know because you don't have kids. Right. You should have kids. Right. When no, you have no, kids. When no, you have kids. Yeah. No, no, you shouldn't have kids. If you don't want kids, you shouldn't have kids because then you're going to raise some fucked up kids, mm -hmm. you know? So, um, but it does bring you tons of joy. I couldn't imagine my life without it. But yeah, at the same note, I'm not going to tell you like, yo, you'll, you'll figure it out someday. Right. You know, like, no, no, it's <laughs> fine. If you don't want kids, don't yeah. have them, dude. You right. know? Yeah. So. Yeah, but you've never babysat. You've never been like your sister. Did your, did your sister, brother, or somebody have kids? My sister has a uh, a litter. Is that is that right? A litter of kids. Yeah, four kids. A litter of kids. What's a litter? How many is that? A fleet. Four, right? I don't know. A squadron is that? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, I she's got a lot, and um, no, she doesn't ask me to babysit because like she knows never, I, I wouldn't want to do it. Would ever, ever, it. ever. Huh? But she also like huh. lives like right next to my parents. She like leeches the free child care all the time she wouldn't even need me to watch their kids i got you okay but yeah i wouldn't if she <laughs> i'd be like you guys i'll pay kids. for a we babysitter experiment this we're gonna we're gonna live stream fluff babysitting for like eight I hours one day legitimately never even held a child and like it's a big deal in my family like my sister always like she had a baby for a while several babies at multiple times in her life she's like for my birthday all i want is you to hold a kid and i was like you know what I wouldn't mind going my whole life, like being like, you know what? I've never held a baby. Like, no, I'm fine with that. I'm really mm. good with that. It's terrifying. That's a little. That's a little weird. But okay. Why is it weird? <laughs> Why is it weird? I don't want to hold a kid. To hold a baby. No, 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 no. I don't want to do it. Are you scared of 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 the value that you're holding in your hands, or is it just like a? I just don't want to. You know, you know here I mean? I'll tell you a real quick story. Okay. Okay. So okay. one, I've never really wanted to hold a kid because you're right. Like there is that like ugh, like. I don't know what how to I, hold the kid. Like, I'm sure it's just fine, right? If I drop the kid, what a nightmare. Like, what a total nightmare. But I, it was my 25th birthday party or something like that. And my girl, or my, my uh, sister's husband at the time, like they had one of their babies, one of their litter. 
and, and he was a baby. And he was like, how could you not like babies? Babies are so cute. And he's like holding it like this, right? And he's like, mm-hmm. boo, 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 a boo, 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 boo. And he's like bringing it back and forth. And then he like holds it above and the baby is going, up, 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 and the baby pukes right into his mouth, <laughs> literally right into his mouth. Oh, oh, oh no! <laughs> I was uh, like, "That is, is why." I this is your brother-in-law. Who is this? I, my, at the time, it was my brother-in-law. Yeah, yeah. He's he's an idiot. I mean, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, so gross! It's yeah, so gross. man. Everybody's. I got stories. I got stories like that too. But uh, what's the nastiest? That's, that's funny. Give us the, just a quick nastiest you have kids. Uh, okay, so me being a brand new dad. This is with my first my first kid, and um. We had the, uh, my daughter was, was like, I'm going to say like three months old ish. And then my wife was like, I'm going to go out with my friends tonight. This is the first time that she's leaving me with the child by myself. Okay. And I'm like, okay, cool. I got like, nope, no big deal, man. I got this shit, you know, no big deal. She goes out. It's like midnight ish. And, and the baby starts crying. I go, I get the baby. I'm like, oh, she pooped. Let me go change this diaper. Okay. And I, I, un, I, I pick her up and I start to carry her. And then I realize that she's got shit like all over my arm and like <laughs> my, my shirt because it was so much, it was like leaking out. Right. And so I go and I, I set her down in the changing crib and I open her up and I look at, I, when I open the diaper, it's just like, it's like you took really thick chocolate milk and just poured it everywhere mm. right and i have to clean this up like i have to figure out at midnight i have to figure out like okay what am i going to do with the clothes what am i doing with the diaper how am i going to clean this shit up and so it's um it was a mess man it was a mess so i ended up just like i'm like fuck it we're taking a shower and because she got shit on my arm and stuff too so i just held the baby in the shower we got a shower and washed her up you know <laughs> boom done <laughs> yeah. so gross dude <laughs> so gross yep yep and then so i took pictures of my wife though and i I just but it was like i got set up because this is like the first night she's leaving and this was like the first time the baby had done that so it's just it was just like this whole like you know oh i got you dad you know you think you got this hold on i'm gonna stockpile a little extra for you mm. you know so pretty funny though delightful yes uh we derailed so hard right there true true uh you got a surprise for me today yeah so weeks ago weeks ago we said okay chat if you want to like redo our logo go right ahead because we we're not attached to the one we have it was like a fiverr thing and it was like it was like a two-week process just to get this like real oh basic fiber guy shit was so bad logo yeah. Yeah. um and so this guy you know he made us some assets okay and uh hang on let me pull it up real quick oh god what did i just do <clears throat> i just disappeared Over. you fix me i'm trying where did, where was it <laughs> here i don't know here where are you come back you got me below the image. No, I got you above the image. Oh, you're right. Am I? This is the guest. Hang on. <laughs> what happened? How did you get there? Okay, there you are. Found you. Got me. 100% improved chances? Yeah, true. Okay, so boom. Check it out, dude. Okay. 
We got like I like a couple ones. Okay. What else we got? I like them. Yeah. And we got some like wallpapers. I'll shoot all the assets. We got some wallpapers for chat if you guys are interested. But yeah, I just nice. did it out of the kindness of heart and we'll we'll link uh this thing in the YouTube. Yeah, who, who did that? You want to give me some shout out? Yeah. It was I hang on. I can't show the DM. <laughs> yep. It was Luke Legacy. Legacy? Luke. Luke. Our boy Luke. Thanks, Luke. Yeah, man. Cool. So definite big improvement upon what we had. So we appreciate that. Yeah. If, if anyone else in chat wants to make assets, you know, go right ahead. We're if always we looking don't for use more. Them, don't get upset. Right. <laughs> if we do like them, thank you so much. Yeah, that's definitely, I, I like know, it way better than what we have. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. I do too. Uh, like I said, it, like Fluff said, we, we went to Fiverr. This is, you know, it was funny. Like the whole, if you look back now at the creation process and how we conceptually were like, you know, we could do this or how are we going to do this? Right. And and so like we need a logo, and it was like we need a name. Yeah. I mean, it took the us, name was hard. It took us like a week <laughs> just to get a name. You know, yeah. I don't even remember other ideas we had, but um, and, and then the logo, I was like, well, I don't know, man. How about this? And Fluff's like, I'll just get somebody on Fiverr to do it, man. It'll be cool. Sure. I'm like, all right. And this guy was like, <laughs> Fluff's like, what did you say? It's like, I need you to juice this up a little, or spice it up, or make it. I don't, I don't know what. Do if you talk and for he, a bit, I could probably find it. And he was like, okay. And then he sent you like basically the same logo. He just, he, he just. I don't even know what he did to it. Like he, he shrunk it a little bit or something, or put the brick wall behind it or something. And I'm just yeah. like, oh my god, dude, what are you doing? Um, but it was it was interesting process. The name name creation is by far, I think, the hardest the hardest deal. And then finally, we, neither of us were super happy with the logo. We're like, we're just going to use it. Fuck it yeah, because it was like, well, cost us five bucks. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even pay the guy very much. Yeah, we'll, we'll throw a couple dollars, but yeah. Oh my god. Oh, here. Yeah, you got some. I got some. This is the first. Yeah. First one. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck no, man. Absolutely not. Uh, what oh, else we got? God. These are hilarious. If you guys are listening to the audio portion, you can't see them. It's so goofy. Yeah, you're like, no. Like, it's not even like what's it? we play a PC games. Like, a controller doesn't even really make sense. Right. Yeah. And then. Same thing. That, yeah. I guess we can do it again. This is the second revision. I don't even know how this is different. Oh, because he got rid yeah. of the loop on the head, and the yeah, words yeah, were yeah. like the loop on the head. He got he got closer with it. I don't want to do it again. I think after like so much, we were like, we've only paid the guy like five bucks, and, and he did like all these. He just gave us a controller. Just gave us a controller. <laughs> we're like, what, dude? <laughs> so finally, it was like, this is this is not like this isn't worth his time right. or our time. So we're just going to use what he gives. Right. I think we ended up going with one of those. Right. So, yeah. Anyway. Interesting though. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. So it's great being a creator sometimes. Yep. 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 Um, um, and then, and then Torchlight. You want to hit? The, oh, you already got it up. Cool. Yeah. So Good. Torchlight officially announced they're kind of rebranding to, you know, they we had Torchlight 1, we had Torchlight 2, and then we had Torchlight Frontiers mm -hmm. on their side. You know what? F that. We're going to be Torchlight 3, which makes more sense. 100%. It does make more sense. That was um, a good move. And they did, within this video, uh, announce that they're going to be launching this year. Which is crazy, because we still don't know really much of anything about this game. We know that's like 
the zones are scaling and like you progress through them or whatever and it unlocks more stuff. I didn't get this is like one of the few things that actually this triggers me a little bit because I've I've baited like every ARPG out there. Besides Torchlight. And it's not because I didn't get the beta. I got into the beta, but my character couldn't even like I would click couldn't to move. leave a town and I couldn't. And I would like rubber band to where I was and I was like, what the fuck? And so I like uninstalled the game, reinstalled the game. Same thing. And then I like did all these troubleshooting things, but couldn't leave the town. Yeah. And like meanwhile, like Bloodshot was streaming it like the whole time and like having no problems. So I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Why? Um but right. you know, if I'm being honest, the game, like it looks smooth and it does. That's it looks good. smooth and polished, man. But two there's three classes currently we know about. And one of them's mm -hmm. like this robot warrior. And that's like it's super gimmicky to me and it's very cartoony. I don't love that. Yeah. Um the other one is a it's a guy where you like you literally have a mine cart following you around and you have to build its rail and mm -hmm. like it does the damage basically and you're just kind of like there to like get, support it to support it and like you have to build yeah. the rail for it to go places and kill things i've seen that um it i i'm not gonna pass judgment on it till i play that sure because nobody's done that that i can think right of. but i agree i think from an artistic style it's not what I personally would gravitate towards. It's not medieval. It's not futuristic sci-fi, which are kind of my two favorite genres. It's cartoony. It's like Fortnite meets, fuck, I don't even know, WoW or something. I, it's it's very cartoonish. Totally. And I don't hate it, though. It does look good. It looks like a polished cartoonish. It looks smooth. Animations look smooth. Like the camera's not stuttering or shaking. It's... Mm -hmm super isometric it's actually zoomed out a little bit i like that too yeah um so we'll see man i, I really am interested in getting more info on this sure. game you know yeah i think this looks like it could have some promise to it it could depending on how Maybe. they do the multiplayer and things like that mm -hmm. but but the, yeah the art style is definitely something you got to get used to i feel like but i think a lot of people had said the same thing that like lost ark was beautiful but right. it was it was a Eastern art style. It wasn't it was more like Black Desert. It wasn't medieval and crazy. Sure, and that didn't bother me at all once I started playing. I was no, like, that's cool. True, you know. True. Um, so it, yeah, I just hope. Yeah, the classes. Maybe the rest of the classes we're gonna get, which I would assume is just like one more, because if it's gonna launch this year, and I don't even hold stock in that anymore. Everybody delays now. That's true. the new thing. True. Twenty twenty is the year of delays, dude. Right. And hopefully yeah. they have like more classes in the pipeline because what they have now yeah. is just like not. I would assume they do. Enough. I kind of just assumed that they did off the base. I, I was just like, this is what they're showcasing us. I didn't ever even think that they may not actually have more classes. Right. I just only have three launch, or, uh, right. announced and they have at least one slot on the website that's like announcing later. Mm. So I would assume just like one more. But yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I think it plays a lot. Have you ever played Guild Wars? Oh, yeah, like 20 years ago. Okay. So Guild Wars, like... You're talking about the MMO Guild Wars, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like your progression was like to kind of like do all the things in the zone and then you mm -hmm. would like move on to like another zone and then like progress out that zone and like that's kind of yeah. how you like leveled and got more gear. So like from what I've seen, like this is just like that, but mm -hmm. an ARPG. Okay. See, I mean, I played Guild Wars... Was that 2004? I, it, yeah, that was so long ago. I don't, hardly even remember that game. Mm. 
honestly. Mm-hmm. But um, interesting. Did you but play Guild that Wars too? I mean, I was very hyped. Like I liked Guild Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't play it crazy ton, but I definitely like had a max level character, and he was geared out. I had a necro. Um, shock all shocks. Um, and then they like you know. Uh, uh, Guild Wars 2 was coming out and I remember being so hyped for that like I was really really hyped for that cause, like it looked like a good game and I still think the map animation on Guild Wars 2 is the cleanest map animation than any game period mm. it like zooms out from your character it's like yeah. it's really clean um, but yeah it, like in you know clearing all the things on the map like it can be fun I assume that DL4 will be a lot like that in a, in a sense um, but it just, yeah, it just fell short for me. I, I yeah. couldn't ever get into it. And like, there was no, it seemed like Guild Wars 2 should have been like a Holy Trinity game and it, and it wasn't. And like, you know, couldn't hold aggro on mobs, but it, it still felt like that MMO where, you know, like it, there should have been a tank and a healer, but there wasn't. And I don't right. know, it just didn't, it didn't click for me. Um, but yeah. Guild Wars 2 is doing very well still. People still play that, yeah, oh, and like, really? yeah, it gets revisited all the time, and mm. everyone always says positive things about it. So, I don't know, it's kind of like RuneScape, people still play RuneScape too, yeah. And it's like, I, I, you know, cool. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I, play, heard it, I play WoW Classic, so what can I bitch right. about? I'm playing a 15 year old MMO too. So. I've heard it akin to like, okay, so you know, Final Fantasy, the MMO, like, people still play that and love that, and it's fairly popular still. I think it's Guild Wars 2 is almost as popular, I want to mm. say. It's oh, cool. Maybe you other guys can tell us what's wrong, but, but yeah. Um, so something that's been going on with me, I have been getting absolutely harassed <laughs> about playing PoE. Like I don't know if it's like the jokes that we make on the podcast, or people are just genuinely. It's funny how much it shifted. And and two years ago, people were like, "Fuck PoE, man! I don't want to play that." And now I have people that I swear were like hardcore FPoE. Are like, yeah, man, you should come play PoE. Like, let's <laughs> let's do it. And I'm just, and it's to the point where if I play anything other than PoE now, I literally get people stopping by my stream and like, yo, play PoE. What the hell? Why are you playing this? Play PoE. Sure. It's like, listen, guys. But, um, so I hear you guys. I hear you. I'm not saying that. <laughs> we but hear it you. Brings me here comes back. Out. We hear yeah, you. We, we hear you. <laughs> and then I can sit silent for a couple months, right? Right. Um. SVR said something about PoE versus Diablo. Yeah. Right? And I, yes, uh, so it. SVR was in like Riker's Riker? stream, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, like last week. And one of the things he said, I, I felt was pretty on point. And we talked about it in my chat, and everyone's like, yeah, totally. And I'm going to butcher this quote directly, but the gist is, you know, if you have like 100 or less hours to play every season, Diablo is an amazing game. And PoE sucks. If you have like 500 hours every season, Diablo's a, a co- okay game, and PoE is an okay game. If you got like a thousand hours every season, Diablo three sucks big time, and PoE is an amazing game. And I think that that is Makes pretty sense. accurate. Yeah. But I was curious Listen. what chat would think about that. So comment on youtube i think that was a pretty good synopsis um but speaking of pewee we got some updates so the last week i literally said on the podcast i was like you know honestly the only thing that they could really add to make this season better is like some quality of life map improvements 
mm-hmm. and then the day after the podcast, done. They dropped it. Dropped like hot. Because so they good. listen to the podcast. Of course, of course they do. I mean, look at the, the the map behind me. If you guys are listening on it, you can't see it. It's but not a map. That's the Pee-wee skill tree. That's the skill tree. That's what I'm saying. It's a skill tree map, dude. Oh, uh, map, skill tree map. Okay, yeah. okay, cool, 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 cool. Well, I you thought you called it a skill tree. You plan your you plan your build. I was just like I, my build's know. already planned out. It looks like yeah. I have all the nodes filled out. Yeah, too, you, so. you picked them all. That's the yeah. it's a common you gotta mistake. Gotta catch them all, it's right? Fun. Isn't this Pokemon? <laughs> I thought oh, different game. You can't actually get them all, so you uh, probably have to rework that skill tree. But it looks good. Good okay. start, man. Thanks. Uh, but yeah, so like they did a huge quality of life update on the maps. It's so much easier to tell like what maps you've completed and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's, mwah, you know, it's great. Love it. Cool. Uh, awesome. What else do we have on the podcast? Uh, that's really about it. I think we can hit up some, uh, yeah, some Twitter questions. If sure. You want. Let's do it up, man. If you guys want to submit questions to the podcast, we take them every week. You can join. You can drop them at any time in my Discord, in Fluff's Discord, and on Twitter. I will check all three of those places right before we go live and gather all the questions up. So if you want to ask one, at the P Child, at Lord underscore underscore Fluffy, or uh, join our Discords. Oh yeah. Um, the first question we have this week comes from Lord Swoldermort. Whoa. and he says, "What are the top three things you will want Blizzard to copy from Poe?" And put into Diablo 4? That's a good question. That is a good question. I don't know if I've played enough PoE to actually uh, have three things <sighs> to put into it. Um, I will say that uh, from, from Fluff's feedback and from my own little experiences, I did like how every league's mechanic seemed to stick around and it was like free content that they added. Um, because I've actually thought that the temple thing, what's the temple thing called? Incursions. That's what it's called. Incursions. I thought that was okay. Now, I, maybe I didn't play enough to hate it because a lot of people say that they hate it. That's my you least favorite I mean? thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, but one of, but as, as a first time, like I had never experienced it and I'm going in there and I'm getting lost in this temple and I fucking died like at the very end of the final boss and I had to redo the thing. Like it pissed me off, but it was cool. It was an experience that was, that was kind of cool. So the fact that that was a league mechanic from an earlier season that's still in the game to experience, I think that's cool that they that they are building on that and designing content around it because that just makes your game fucking massive, mm-hmm. right? So I think that's pretty cool. Um, I'll, I'll go with that. Okay. So uh, number one, and it's not necessarily they're stealing it from like PUE. They're also stealing from Diablo 2. So like the idea of gear being somewhat complex you know like poe you've got you know three prefixes three suffixes um and to roll something perfectly is very difficult and it's the same way in diablo 2 so i wouldn't say we're stealing this from diablo or from poe i would i just want to see itemization on a whole other level like diablo 3 is just way too simple you know and having only like crit and crit multi on diablo 3 like you have to gear it. There's no way around it unless you're thorns. And it's like one build in the whole game that doesn't run crit and crit damage. That's just ridiculous. Um, so the build and gear complexity of PoE crafting, 1000% crafting from PoE. Like really complex, in-depth, dynamic, like decisions change based on what happens with the item. And like that is fantastic. 
the RNG, being able to like destroy something, right? To, to gamble your life away and just get screwed, you know, have those highs and those, <laughs> you know, crazy lows, depressive lows. lows. Yeah. I think that that's, you know, and it makes great streamer moments. It makes great, you know, moments that you remember that stay with you. You know, like, mm -hmm. oh, I remember my first season in Diablo 4. I got this crazy chest. I've never gotten that again. This was so good. Like, like those right. are those are experiences you remember. Um, and then just, you know, tons you of like in-game activities. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Would you like to see them steal the, the soft hardcore XP penalty on death? Because I, I think that's kind of a punishment for soft core, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of the death, uh, the soft, the XP loss. I'm really not. That's what I'm curious. Yeah, if you liked it or not. Um, it it gets pretty frustrating, especially in a, a mechanically pretty glitchy game at times. Like PUE can be. Like literally, we had a clip yesterday where I like my game was frozen, but it didn't like kick me out. But it was like letting me zoom in my camera, and I was like, "Well, this is pretty cool. Like I can zoom in. Like everything was frozen. I could like." like see all the things yeah. and it's like oh this is pretty cool and then like it caught up like literally 15 seconds later it was like a lifetime and i'm like dead yeah and it's just like and then i lose 10 percent xp which at my level is like that's an hour's worth of work right um so i've never been a big fan of that um but i get it but I, again like it, i don't know you if you play hardcore like you're into that right you die and you you lose your progress but like in softcore i don't know that that's a system that a lot of people would like, especially if, you know, we're trying to merge these two audiences of PUE and, and Diablo in the next genre of ARPGs. I don't know that the XP death is good, but again, if it's like... It, it gives it, yeah. the thing, yeah, the thing that it does, and I agree with everything you're saying, and I probably would lean towards not having it, but it does give you a little bit more of a high when and and rush when you're about to die mm. and you're fighting a boss and you're genuinely a little bit more concerned you're like oh shit please don't die please don't die please don't die totally versus like you know and, and it's just yeah it can build those crazy <laughs> moments i feel like um you're absolutely right. i hope d4 doesn't have any of those weird mechanics like that's the worst feeling in a game is to dying and not knowing what happened to you yeah or have the ability to figure out what happened to you you know yeah like they need you know, you're right. Um, like, you're totally right. You know, okay. that's probably more than anything. It's not even, like, uh, that I hate the XP loss. It's probably that, like, I feel like 90% of the time when I die, it's like, what? I don't yeah. understand. Like, and that yes. that's what feels bad. So, 100%. Yes. Yeah. I they, like, the, it's good to have those the right. XP penalty on death because then you're not just zerging. And I'm, I'm all for that because that makes sense to me. I'm, I'm with that. But... You yeah. need to know why you died. And it, it would be nice to be able to see a, on a combat log, like have it break when you die, put a button where you can click it. And it's like, you took this damage from this skill, this damage from this skill, that skill, that skill. So then you can sit there and at least look at a log and be like, I don't know what the fuck this ability is, but that's what hit me and killed me. So what is that? Let's figure out what that is. Or, you know, I don't know, just a way to know, like, this is what killed you. Because I, I do agree in any game, it doesn't matter if it's an ARPG or an FPS or MMO, whatever. If you're just dead and you're like, what? Yeah. How, how do you learn? You right. Know? Totally. Um, Hex asks, uh, how do you feel about microtransactions in D4? This has Thoughts been like microtransactions. a big topic. Um, mm -hmm. 
So, uh, just this past week, you know, everyone that's played PUE, like, gets it. Everyone that has played PUE, has put time into PUE, when you say the word microtransaction, they're like, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. But it seems like if you're not, if, like, if your microtransaction mental history is not from Path of Exile, it's immediately negative. I can, yeah, I can say three years ago, if you asked me the same question, my answer would be different than it is today. Totally. Because microtransactions, I think the very first time I was introduced to a microtransaction was in um, Guitar, was a Guitar Hero. They added extra DLC songs that costed, that cost money. And I was like, this fucking sucks. Like, mm. why am I not just getting these songs when I buy the game? This is bullshit. Right. And I was super upset about it. And I ended up buying a couple anyways because I wanted the songs. But um, fast forward, and I think really Fortnite is what started to change it for me. And not I don't really play it, but I think the pay to skin game. And, and in my mind, I'm sitting there thinking like, well, I don't really care what I look like. Why do I care? Like, I, I'll just be a default forever. But it's a way for them to make money for people who do care. Mm -hmm. And then, then you go to Path of Exile and it's like, well, you can play our game for free. And it's a really good game. But if you want these currency tabs, you got to spend a couple dollars. And I'm like, okay, I'm cool with that. Let me buy some currency tabs. Sure. And I did. And it's like, so I, I think as long as they don't sell power, I have totally relaxed on my stance on microtransactions. As long as there's shit in the game. But Diablo 4 is going to have a $60 price tag. It's not yeah. going to be free. So how does that change it for you? How does it change it when you're spending $60? I'll tell you one of the things I'm I'm actually kind of willing to do. Okay, so one, I, I don't like it in the sense that it's like it provides that initial gate for a lot of players where if like maybe you're not an ARPG fan, maybe you're like, oh, I love BRs, I love FPS, and like your buddy's like, oh, man, this new Diablo game is so good. You got to try it. And they're like, I have 60 bucks. Like, nah, I, no, I can't. I'm not going to spend money on that. Like, what if I don't like it? Like, that's just not worth it. And I have a perfect example of that. I am really intrigued by Escape by uh, Escape from Tarkov. Like I think that game would be fun as fuck to play, but it's forty bucks or fifty bucks, and I'm super scared to spend fifty bucks yeah. on a game that I'm probably not going to end up playing. If that game were free to play and I liked it, I would probably support it with microtransactions. Right. And so, like, that's a perfect example of what you're saying. Like, I definitely want to play that. Just don't want to spend right. money to buy it. Yeah. Then from the other perspective of completely selfish reasons, and hear me out, Chad, don't hate me, but you have the pay-to-play gate. You're you're kind of fucking over the botters because eventually yeah. botters yeah. are going to happen. And I know everyone's like, well, you can't build the game around. I get it. But if you have a pay-to-play gate, it, it can slow them down. Yes. They're not going to keep spending money Right. A free to play game has so many bots. Right. Because there's no there's no repercussions. A VPN, mask your hardware ID. You can just keep creating counts all right. day long, baby. Ban me. It doesn't matter. Right. I have a new account in fifty seconds. Yep. You know what I mean? Um Destiny is suffering from that really, really, really bad right now. Mm -hmm. Destiny just went free to play. Mm. Uh back a couple months ago, they moved to Steam. And they went from a pay game to a free-to-play game. And you can you can compete in PvP for free. You don't have to pay any money to do that. 
And what's happening now is they didn't have any anti-cheat in place. When they went free to play, they're flooded with bots now. And people in PvP? Are, yeah. Oh my god. And people are bitching about it because Fuck. they don't they don't have a way to combat it. And so and I don't even really play Destiny much anymore, but that's just an example of of how that pay gate does filter out some shit. Yeah. You know? Um and that's a good point that I didn't even really think about. You yeah. know? So Yeah, I mean it's it's always on the obviously the forefront of my brain because like, you know, I love Diablo three and in a lot of ways bots have completely like ruined the game for me. Mm-hmm. I again I got I still love Diablo, but throughout my history of playing Diablo, if you ask me like the biggest thorn in my enjoyment of the game has always been bots. And you know, <laughs> that's immediately where my brain goes to. So yeah. if you don't I'm have that you. pay gate, then it can get pretty bad. You man. better have some really good anti cheat. Yeah. I think some transparency on on anti cheat stuff would be really cool too. I know it's like I don't think they have to give their methods away. But I think if they were like if they posted a weekly list of like you know, we banned fifteen thousand people this week. We like banned nine thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Just just post a number. Every, like we we got twenty thousand cheaters this week, you know, and I think that's something, and that's not going to help tip the bots off. But um, I would love transparency in that department because I agree with you. I think botting is, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next question we have comes from um, Langdenberg. He says, "Did the developer blog teach you something new?" I feel kind of disappointed. I wanted to see some more insight into patches to come, a roadmap. What is your opinion? You talked about it a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think people were looking to this post to be like, you know, here's the maybe the con like, you know, you, you we see a roadmap for Path of Exile and it's like, whoa. Yeah. So I think people probably expected something along those lines, unfortunately, because again, it's that unfair comparison. Yeah, um, I think setting expectations properly is is the problem we have a lot. Yeah. We're not gonna get new content in D four. Like, I mean we're gonna get new D3, set classes. Yeah, D three, sorry. Uh, we're going to get new set class, our new classes, our sets. Can't speak now, um, but we're not going to get new in-game activities. We're not going to get new things to do, mm-hmm. and I think that's going to be the case forever. So we 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 have to just write that off now. But I wasn't disappointed. It just kind of told me information that I was already kind of privy to. I feel like so for me, I didn't get a whole lot out of it. Um, it was cool to see some of the numbers. But I'm really more excited for the patch notes that are upcoming. And I think this blog sets expectations going forward too. It's sure. like, okay. You know, this is what yeah. we expect classes if they're overperforming a 130 to get nerfed and if they're under a 130 right. to get buffed. And I think that's an expectation we didn't have solid and concrete that now we do. So now when those crusaders are hitting 150s, like expect them to get nerfed next season and right. be okay with it. I think if know? they come out of the patch notes and Necro DH didn't get buffed it's very it's sending a very confusing message yeah because maybe the long long term is that's what your plan is but like and and here's (laughs) a thing if they don't buff those two classes then they should address that in the patch notes themselves like in that an opening article that they always put Mm -hmm. just be like listen you know i know the blog post said this is the goal right we have these other classes in in our sites in the future they didn't make this cut like they need to explain that. Right. I feel like if they don't, yeah. but 
but that kind of yeah you got to think that like at the very least you can just buff pestilence and it's just yeah but i don't what know are you gonna bu- what are you gonna buff on dh man are you gonna buff you're gonna buff impale or are you gonna buff well that's the thing shot? is like you know uh shot's so good for t16 yeah so i was in like another stream and they're like well you know dh is fine like they have um rapid fire and like that's really strong i was like but rapid fire to me is like one of the rapid worst dh oh, push builds of all time so yeah, I would. it's one of the worst builds of all time <laughs> and, and hear, hear me out man i think rapid fire as a skill is really really cool they and picked it the worst run they picked the worst but, run but it's fucking grenades, grenades man yeah nobody cares about grenades. grenades like when i saw that they were buffing that several patches ago i was like yes, yes that's fucking amazing exactly. And then I saw that it was grenades and I'm like, no, <laughs> it crushed me. Yeah, so totally. like I would be totally down for them to buff yeah. that set, but not grenades. Right. Please, it's the same thing with me and for the, the new Crusader set. It's like, man, now that it's like a Heaven's Fury set instead of a Fist of Heavens, it's like, yeah. it's so much less exciting. We've already played shotgun yeah. too. Is that and I mean I didn't play it a lot. And you can back still when play shotgun with LOD, like. But um, yeah. I agree to an extent. Listen, the Crusader set was fun. Yeah, it was fun. So I'm not gonna knock sure. it because it was new. Ish. I do think it pigeonholes it really hard the way it's designed right now. And if they ever get around to to maybe relooking at that, I think that would be a cool thing but it also it also brings me back to the monk um the monk set i think is really fun and with the frozen rune or the cold rune that that explodes shit that's really really fun play style but tempest rush is bugged and it randomly will drop your tempest rush stack sometimes more specifically when you're making really sharp 180 degree churns it'll just drop them um but like i i've had stacks drop and i'm like i was purposely doing these big swooping things and Mm -hmm. And that, that to me frustrates me so much that I won't even play the set. Like right. I'm just like, fuck it, I'm done. I can't yeah. take this bugginess. So they got to crush that bug. So, I mean, I, I hope that they can get some resources to crush that bug. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, for if like, if, if you're not planning on making a lot of DH changes, I think the easiest set to buff would be shadow. Um, Mm-hmm. for dh yeah because you can just add a couple yeah. extra <laughs> right. damage to and it and it's fine probably be fine and, and it's so powerful yeah and it'd take. probably be a great rgk you know dh yeah. could be in the meta if it had more damage on shadow so maybe exactly um let's see maester mages says what is a weird thing about your house that you just deal with like having to jiggle the handle on the toilet or lift up the handle to get a door to close so and weird quirks so many things <laughs> man i what do I have to deal with on my house? Well, um, it's not painted right now still because they had to tear the front off the house twice to tear out the windows three times. And I asked the builder to paint, but he's like, I can't because I'm in a lawsuit with your neighbor. He's suing me over the windows and he says they still leak. So my front of my house is still not painted. If he doesn't paint your house, building. you know that that'll warp the wood, right? So it's stucco. Okay. And it, I don't know if that is. Was that fake wood? What the fuck is stucco? Yeah, I don't stucco's know. like, you know, like mud-ish, I guess. I don't know what it is, really. Uh, if you were asking me, like... So it's like clay or something. Yeah. It's got something on it? Okay. Uh, but you can tell. I mean, like, it, it looks bad before it's painted, so... <laughs> okay. It's so no paint. What else you got? Is that, is that your thing, or you got more... 
Uh, yeah, my house has been a nightmare. But. Yeah. Um, I have I have like two things really that drive me nuts. One, um, after my I moved into my house initially, I bought a brand new refrigerator when I moved in. I've been in this house eleven years now. Like six years into it, the refrigerator dies. Brand new fridge, dead after six years. What the fuck? Okay, that's fine. No warranties or anything, right? You know, just chalk it up as a loss. I go out and I buy this really nice Samsung fridge. This thing was fucking expensive, right? This super crazy fridge. The ice maker on this piece of shit fridge freezes up all the time to the point where they've actually have a class action lawsuit against Samsung because I guess they use the same design for the ice maker and like all of their fridges and it's just a bad design. Mm. And so I would say every month, ish sometimes more sometimes a little little less i have to completely disassemble my ice maker what and thaw it out and get all of the ice out of it otherwise it won't work Damn. and it takes me probably an hour to do this so what? yeah probably an hour and i had to get a hair dryer and like melt all the ice and then pull it out and Holy disassemble shit, it unplug dude. it and so it it drives me fucking crazy um and so I deal with that and then, and I want to just buy a new fridge, but yeah. t- like, dude, they're so expensive. How you know much what time I mean? is like, that like taking you? You think like, I don't, I've probably done it like 15 times. I would say mm-hmm. at this point in my mm-hmm. life. So, you know, I could be a garage fridge. Hours. I'm getting like, pretty fast at it now. I do have a freezer in the garage for yeah. like stuff, you know, and I could get ice cube. It's just not the point. Like you want your ice. Ma- yeah. hundred percent. Maker to work. I mean, I didn't so. have an ice maker my whole life until yeah. this last year. And it has been oh, a yeah. it's, game changer. It's, it's nice, isn't it? You just <laughs> yeah. lock up. Yeah, dude. So it's um it, that's super frustrating to me. And there's there's like ways I could fix it. I think there's like these kits you can buy and like you know silicone the fridge. And I think I'm actually going to looking into do that because I just did it yesterday. That's why I'm so pissed off. You can see. I don't know if you can see, but there's actually like scrapes on my arm right here from prying the fucking ice maker out of nice. the fridge. So, nice, yeah, dude. Baller. The second thing is my house has squeaky floors. Almost mm. everywhere. Mm. Like if you walk around my house, like a ninja could never sneak in my house. Like he would get caught because my floors are like er, 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 as you walk around. Um, and it drives me crazy. I don't know how I didn't notice it when I was buying the house. I probably wouldn't have bought the house if I had noticed it. But I bought the house and we moved in. And then like on the first night, I'm like, man, these floors are kind of squeaky, you know, and I, I just never noticed it. <laughs> And so when we got new flooring put down, I asked the guys, I was like, Mm. can we get rid of the squeaks? And they were basically like, they're like, they tried, you know, but they're like, really, it's like, you you can't, like, you're going to have to like rip the subflooring up and like do all this stuff. Yeah. The baseboards to fix it. And I'm like, so they did make it a lot better. They like glued the shit out of it and nailed it and it's better. But, um, but yeah, squeaky floors. Yeah. I get what I got. So, other than that, my house has pretty, been pretty good to me. Um, let's see. Demonic Riz says, where did you guys go to college and what were your majors? Fuck yeah, dude. So I went to three colleges. I went to okay. Johnson County Community College. Okay. Get my associates. I transferred yep. to the University of Kansas. Nice, nice. For my junior year. And then I transferred to University of Missouri. Mizzou. Mizzou. For my Tiger. senior year. Um, yeah. and then I got talked into doing a dual major. So I stayed another year. So nice, nice, nice. 
Uh, I had a similar route, kind of. I I got my associates at uh, St. Charles. Oh, shit. I've been there, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So I got mine there. Um, And then right after I got my associates there, I got offered the job I currently have. And so I was my my initial plan was to go to to UMSL and just finish there, and so I ended up uh, delaying going to college for a couple of years and just took my job and made money and did all that. And then eventually I was like, I really want to finish this, so I took uh, night classes and finished my the rest of it at UMSL. So, so what's your um, technically your degree? Yes, avoid that science. question. Computer yeah. science. Uh, yeah. So I have so a, a computer geek. Yeah. I think it's called Bachelor's of Science in Computer Science with a dual major in Information Technology and a minor in Mathematics. Yeah. That's my technical. Nice. Nice, my man. So that's, you know, mine Mine was like, <laughs> fucking, it took me like, I don't know, 10 years or something. Really? It took a long time. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I did the, you know, the associates really fast, but then the rest of it just, I you know, a class or two a night and then I take a semester off and then, sure. you know, do all that. So. I mean, the average computer science bachelor's i think is at least six years like it's not a yeah. fast thing no it's it's no. a very difficult program if you guys are yep. looking into it and and i've Good never luck. even applied it ever really i mean i so i work in it and that's what i've done but it's not really this related this different like what i do what i do now is more on uh, uh, just a more of a networking side and it's not even even that like i don't know man what i do now is just so off the cuff like just unique mm. that it's it's um it's cool to have but it's not necessarily like oh yeah i got a degree in this you sure. know what i mean so so yeah cool. people ask me all the time like did your do you feel like college prepared you no absolutely not mm. the only thing i think college did do uh especially computer science school is it it i feel like it kind of retrains your brain or your brain a little bit to pick stuff up and pick stuff up like fast Maybe yeah. and to think about things more structurally and logically. I tested out of so many classes. Like I was mm. just like, I already know how to do this. Can I test? Can I just try to test out of it and, and buy the credits? And they were like, sure. Oh, what so kind of school I, you went to? I couldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally, and there were so many classes where I, I was just like, I already know how to do this. Can I just? And I, I would just go take a test. And as long as you got an eighty on the test, what the fuck college? Just, you, what? Is this you couldn't? You're like, yo, I'm not gonna take Java. I already know Java. They'd be like, fuck you. You have to get the credits. <laughs> I, I swear, like, it, you could just walk in and just and just, and just test out it. If you like, let's say, let's say you knew Java, right? You could literally walk. I I just went to the counter. I'm like, I already know how to do this, man. I do this as my day job. Can I test out of this and get credits? And they're like, yeah. You had to pay the fucking money. You still had to pay the four hundred dollars or whatever the hell the class would have cost you. And uh, you had to get an 80%. You got like one try or some shit. And then if you got a good enough. It's crazy. The only thing was like, I, I, I would know Java. And then that just meant that like, I could just show up for the midterm and the final and be good. But I still had to like be enrolled yeah. and do all that. Yeah. Craziness. Um, Connor said, uh, what two classes would you wouldn't expect to get their sets in 2.6.8? I think he's saying, so what classes do you think are not we're not going to see guaranteed not going to see. I think Necro will be last. I, I do say that time and time again, because it is the only oh. pay to play class. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with that, except for the fact that it just was the lowest on their list. Yeah. But I think that there's things they can do in the interim until yeah. the new set. 
to make Necro I think, better. I, I do agree. I think Necro is going to be last. Um, I think DH could probably be last as well, but then that would make this season two int classes. I don't know. But I guess you, there's no way it. of avoiding that, really, because if you do Necro, it, it's also two int classes. Witch Doctor and Necro last because nobody cares about those classes? I Okay. <laughs> you know, first of all, don't don't associate my class season with the Witch Doctor. I don't want to... Whenever the Witch Doctor comes out, I don't want the Necro to come out at the same time. Okay. I don't even want those patch notes on my patch note board. I, I got you. <laughs> I don't disagree that, you know, if they just forgot about Necro and just made another... You know what they should do? They should mm. just make a second set class for Barb. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, just give Barb two and just forget Witch Doctor altogether. Oh, just be God. like, you know, we've uh, allocated these resources. So, uh, listen, man, I came up with a theory for a Witch Doctor set. And I, and I think everybody's going to hate it, except okay. for me, because I don't like Witch Doctor, so I had to make something totally new. Okay. The set was... Um, I don't remember all the details now. I did this like a month ago on stream, but you basically had uh, fire bats, right? And the set would allow you to channel fire bats while, while moving. moving. Shut up. That's yeah, what I Yeah, no. <laughs> I, that's what makes it fun because Witch oh, Doctor sucks. They don't have anything. No, no. While moving. And then um, they, they could, it would get, uh, man, what did I have? I had something else with, with it like spitting out um, damage and i can't remember what skill i had with it too but i'm like yeah dude give them give them a, a whirlwind build you know and let it let it let it soak up that monk mechanic where the monk uh sweeping wind gets bigger like you could have the fire bass just grow and grow and grow yeah i've always wanted wish to be like you know the spreading rot like the locust swarm like if if they were to make a speed farm build like especially for torment like it should just do insane amounts of damage and like spread like i always thought that that should be how witch doctor farms very fast so cast just, it like, once and then like you just run through the rift yeah. and it just follows you yeah it you just know? follows you and like the spreads and it's cool to see mm -hmm. it like spread and like that feels good yeah. and it feels like plaguey yeah. so but, yeah, I, yeah i'm kind of kind of joking about the set but kind of not like i think i actually did a decent job of, of making a fire bats that could be cool we also talked about um people were talking about like exploding cows is that was that it was that what it was chat the fuck? i don't know something about exploding uh zombies is it maybe a zombie bears or something zombie i don't know bears. yeah uh and so yeah and so i started playing around with zombie bears like That's i cool tested fuck, all man. the runes and all the things it sucks man why would people want that it's what? not a fun it's zombie cool bears wasn't fun. no dude zombie bears really zombie not. charger the zombie charger it's, runes are some of the coolest looking spells in the game no yeah you just cut out you just cut out for me but i i didn't think so i thought it looked hokey and no, 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 like no, 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 oh no. man go no. go look at them again i'm telling you just go I'm, revisit they're them great see if you still they're great no honestly so. i okay so if we're we're picking next season um you know you can't do the summoners together so i guess next season would have to be uh dh and uh witch doctor that yeah that makes sense they were asking for feedback for those two classes i believe too a couple months ago weren't they really I think hmm. maybe I'm mistaken, but I know Witch Doctor was one that they had on there, and I thought Demon Hunter too. I think that's highly likely. So the the question was, which ones are we not going to see? Um, I don't think we're going to see Necro, and um, I don't think I'm going to go Necro and DH. I think I think next season I think we're going to get Wizard, and I think Wizards uh, guaranteed. I think maybe we're going to get Wizard and Barb next season. 
Mm. That's, that's going to be my choice. Barb if I were betting money. Juice. I don't know, man. Barb did just get juice, but it wasn't a set. People are loving Whirlwind, so you can probably yeah. let that go another season. I would think so, too. I think Wizard is definitely going to get one. I think it's going to be Hydra Wizard. That's just Now I, I people, just, people are going to clip that and be like, Fluffy got our set delayed <laughs> on the Barb forums. I fucking hate you anyway. Doesn't matter. Dude. Um, oh so God. what are you going to appear with? You're going to put two Clothies, two two DH casters? and Witch Doctor. Next. That's what I'm saying. No, Wizard's going to be on there, man. No, 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 no. And then you could yeah. do Wizard Barb after that. Yeah. And then Necro by itself. Okay, maybe. I think Wizard's going to be on there. You want we want to bet on that? What are we going to bet? I don't know. You have to play other ARPGs. Shouldn't yeah. even have to bet that you're a co-host of an ARPG podcast. <laughs> Listen, if people Diablo make good 3. ones, I'll start playing them. Dude. Yeah, Grim Dawn is a great one. You never played that. And uh, Pee-wee's fantastic and i've played poe you've not played and i played lost ark and i played Diablo. lost ark and, and you tried Diablo lost ark and you liked it i you did know? yeah um i never didn't think i was gonna like lost ark that game looked badass from the start mm-hmm. so. oh what else do we got uh let's see we did that we did that onion says um why are they taking non-seasonal paragon into consideration for seasonal balance i think because they're not balancing seasons yeah that's what they're saying you the know all there from that we broke it down a little bit but like it, yeah one don't forget about the 5k thing but two like because seasonal themes sounds like going forward they're never going to be like Oh, double goblins. It doesn't really impact the season at all. Um, so like the the only way they're gonna get static data is through the non seasonal leaderboard because the non seasonal leaderboard has none of the buffs. Right. So. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. It does make but... sense. It just stinks that that's their best quantitative data because like the like I always say the best players are probably not pushing non season, and now right. you're definitely not gonna push non season because you don't want to get your set nerfed or you might you might be that one guy that takes like a little bit of, of gets his jollies off by fucking other people over you know you know like that one but guy that one like, guy is not going to bring up the average yeah. enough probably i guess i would take like you know a dozen guys probably um art guy 302 says what is the stupidest thing you've done to get the attention of a girl My brother has done some really stupid shit, and I might tell some of his stories. I'm trying to think of something that I've done. Um, trying to think here. You know, I've always been pretty successful with the ladies. Never really had to try that hard. <laughs> this fucking guy. Look at him grinning over there. He's like, uh, just, one time at band camp. It's just a base fact. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I'll tell my brother's story while I think about something. Um, I went to visit him when he was in, he went to university of, of Rala, Missouri Rala, um, which is a, is a really prestigious like engineering school, but there's not a lot of ladies down in Rala. Like it's, you know, the, the guy to girl ratio is pretty imbalanced. And so I go visit him one time and, um, I'm down there and we're, we're hanging out and he's like, uh, let's, we were going to go to a toga party and 
we're driving around it was, and as we're going to this toga party we see like a frat house and there's like um all these guys were like jumping off of the roof of this frat house landing on a stack of mattresses like single mattresses like not not like king size they're like singles right like little bitty ones and so we see this and um my brother had this girl that he was trying to date with us you know and she's in the car and he's like yeah let's go jump off this roof or whatever and he was just totally trying to fucking macho and like leap off this roof onto this little bitty ass landing target and so we pull over and i'm like all right cool and we go up there and we climb on the roof of this frat house which is like fucking two story it was fucking high man i don't know but it was way up there and i get to the top and i look down and i see this mattress and i'm like nope that's a bad <laughs> idea dude that is a really fucking bad idea and so I like climb back in the window of the attic or whatever, like little hole, how we got on the roof. And he's like, dude, come on, man. And I'm like, nah, man, I'm good, dude. And I walked back down and he's still up there. And then the girl that he's with is like, yeah, do it or something, you know, like whatever dumb shit she said to like encourage him. And I'm, and he's like, I know, I fucking know he didn't want to do this. Right. Like when you got, when you're up there, you were so high and this landing pad was fucking tiny. And it's like, it would have been, super easy to miss this this single mattress and i'm like uh she says something and he's like okay and he like runs and jumps and he overshoots the mattress right and so his butt his butt hits like the very edge of the far side and it hits and like slides off and he basically like kind of hits the mattress and then ass plants in the ground but when he did that and so he he jumped with his legs flat like you were sitting in a chair with your legs straight and he hits and then his feet smack on the ground really hard because of the impact and he breaks his ankle <laughs> he fucking shatters his ankle and so he's trying to be super cool and like show off for this girl right so he's trying to act like that shit didn't hurt you know <laughs> he, he gets up and he's like i'm good what's up and then everybody at the like there's like a billion dudes out there they're all like yeah woo, and like cheering and clapping and shit and so we go back to the car and we get in the car and we finish and we drive and we go to this toga party and he's like dancing on a shattered fucking ankle all night trying <laughs> oh to my show God, dude. girl. And so the next morning we wake up and um we wake up and he's like, yo, he's like, he's like, yo, come come check my ankle out, man. I think I should go to the hospital. And I go in there and his dude, it looked like his his fucking torso was on his ankle. It was so big. Yeah, it was nasty. So Gross. He, I got a whole bunch of him, man. I don't, I don't know if I have any where I've done something too stupid. Um, I, I was talking to a girl in high school and, and this, I ended up dating her, but her dad was into Corvettes. That's how I got into Corvettes. And, um, she was driving her dad's Corvette in, in like a parade we had at the town. And, uh, I was like talking to her and as she was driving by, she was like looking at me and I waved at her or whatever. And I actually made her wreck her dad's Corvette into the back of a float because she was talking to me instead of paying attention to where she was driving. Mm. So. <laughs> nice. Pretty, pretty nice. Bad. Yeah, I yeah. do have one actually. This is the only okay, one I can think of. Literally the only one. I think we kind of talked about it on the podcast before, so I'll make it super brief. Uh, but like I worked at a fireworks stand one summer and like there were girls there and you know, I was in my younger years and was super jacked. And uh, so, like, you know, I took off my shirt and was, like, you know, working on, we're basically putting up these firework tents, you know, like these big yeah. logs. And I'm, like, mm, you know, like hammering in with a sledgehammer and, like, you know, I'm glowing and glistening, right? And uh, 
yeah and so you know i'm looking good and they're looking at me and i'm like yo yeah dig it and i got sunburned so bad that my skin bubbled (laughs) (laughs) and i like i couldn't work there anymore because like you, you knew like when it was happening like once you realized it's already too late but you probably felt the sting right <laughs> yeah i felt the sting for sure yeah and i was yeah. like man I, I know i'm getting burnt but like man it's bad and like put my hand back on my neck to like uh, just fire the test and like my skin like almost melted off in my hand oh my god dude yeah yeah that's pretty slick yeah so did it work did you get numbers what happened you know, I had to like leave and then I never went back because like, they're like, if you're in the sun like, more, you'll fucking like, you'll get yeah. poisoned. So what happened to that guy? You know? <laughs> right. So what happened to that idiot that didn't put a shirt on? Right. Was yeah. I was like, you know, I was like, Jack, I was like, yeah, cool. But I also was like still a gamer. So like I've never went outside. Yeah. You're pretty pale. <laughs> <laughs> pretty pale. Pretty pale dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, somebody in, in stream reminded me maybe my letter. Yeah, I wrote a love letter to my wife. I don't know if I was showing off, but I was definitely. Yeah, uh, we still don't know why that happened. You still gonna you gonna tell us one day? Oh no, I made her pretty mad at me though. You know, <laughs> it sounded bad. Whatever yeah, it was. she was mad. She was super mad. Um, was it when she that, found out about the like generic message thing that you were shooting out? Oh no, 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 damn um that's it man that's all the questions we had this week so thanks for hanging out guys enjoying the podcast if you guys want to submit questions again join our discords hit us up on twitter the links will be in the youtube video if you're watching live you can exclamation point discord or exclamation point p child or the p child um and get those and i will see you next time if you want to find more of me you can search anywhere the p child and find me yeah yeah. lord underscore fluffy double those underscores on the twitter we'll see you guys next week peace out